Ah, here we go. Oh, yeah. Hotep Jesus. We're back. What's up, people? Hope y'all feeling good. Hope y'all comfortable. I hope y'all comfortable because this is another uncomfortable conversation. As you know, we rebranded last week. I'm rebranding a couple of my products, actually, as I get better at this thing. We're back with another uncomfortable conversation. I'm your host, Hotep Jesus. We got a wonderful guest today. But before we talk about our guests, we got to talk about our sponsors. As you already know, I'm heavily involved in the tech world, the tech startups. Had a meeting with the Wazo team earlier this week. Great, great positive meeting. Things are moving. Things are happening. We're bringing on a sales guy uh, hopefully soon. Um, see how he works out. But if you're not familiar, I'm in the artificial intelligence space. They say the man got facial recognition. Well, Hotep Jesus does too. <laughs> he got surveillance. I got surveillance. He got artificial intelligence. I got artificial intelligence. It's all technology. You know, I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play cypherpunk. I'm so ready to play cypherpunk. So I'm heavy in the tech space. If you're not familiar, go to wazosecurity.com, W-A-Z-O, security.com. We're not afraid of technology over here. We embrace it. I was born in technology. I was practically born with a computer strapped to my back. We got Jiffy Ties. Shout out to my partner, Simone. Simone created this thing. I came in as a partner. Beautiful, beautiful app. iPhone users only. Android, I know y'all calling. We're working on it. Trying to make that thing happen. But my iPhone users... My iPhone users uh, don't have a way. I know on Google you could do it. On the Google Android phones you can do it. But on iPhone you can't save uh, videos and GIFs from Twitter. You just can't. Um, I know you can on on the Android devices, which is why we're not rushing so fast to try and create that version. Although we, we do want to make that happen. But our iPhone users are uh, enjoying jiffetize and saving videos and just from Twitter. I don't know how you be funny or keep up with the posts or even entertain friends in conversation without these funny gifs and moments from life. But we're using jiffetize. Last but not least, for my investing heads, for my people who like to diversify their investments, Bitcoin, that's right, Bitcoin. Bitcoin, the, the most volatile security vehicle known to man ever. Goddamn Bitcoin. So we have CoinBizApp.com. CoinBizApp.com is a wonderful project created by Maher and his brother Yusuf. I came in as a partner, helped him grow that company. We have lots of happy users, lots of happy users making money on Bitcoin. All it does is it basically just buys Bitcoin for you, so you don't got to think about it. Little little at a time. You know, investing of the dollar cost average strategy, you know, is to buy a little bit over time. If you saw um, a few weeks ago, we had the uh, what they called a, a depression or a crash, which the more, important, more, more appropriate term is correction, um, was a great time to buy. Stocks have since... Um, recovered many of the stocks. I'm not going to say all of them, but many stocks have recovered. The Dow Jones was up this week doing big numbers. 
So, you know, I'm in that space. If you're in that space, CoinbaseApp.com is how we buy Bitcoin. Now, without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest, Project Road. This is somebody who I've been following Twitter for years now. It feels like a decade. But for years, 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 I've been following this woman and her work and her growth and all of it. And it's just been spectacular, spectacular work. And I'm just happy that I have a platform today to to give her to to um it's just like i think i think what makes this person great of course the information is there the wisdom the knowledge and also where this conversation is going to go is very interesting it's it's a place where i've been wanting to go myself and it seems like people just aren't ready yet we're going to talk about it um but most of all, her attitude. Her attitude is just fucking great. You know, it's just she might cuss a little bit. She's spicy. She's spicy. And I like, I like, I like spicy people. So without further ado, let me introduce to y'all the homie Project Rook. Project Rook, how you feeling? I am absolutely fantastic. What's up, Hotel? Jesus. Oh, uh, you know, I'm I'm hanging in there trying to stay busy. You know, they uh they feed us a lot of propaganda, a lot of terrible media so i've decided to take on one of my responsibilities as 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 a responsible individual human being on this earth as part of the five percenters as a hotel to provide people an alternative an alternative source of media so that's what we're here to provide um now you've been in this health space for a minute you've been cussing at these fools for a minute (laughs) right you've been helping a lot of people as well so, but I want to know, you know, a lot of these interviews come from my own personal curiosity. But how how did you end up? Were you always, you know, on the quote unquote hotep diet? Did you transition to it? Was there? Did you, you know, did you have an epiphany one day? What happened? Oh man, you know. Or was you eating corn, uh, hog maw at one point? Well, I I never did have hog mall, but I am from the country. Okay. So it went down. It went, you know, I didn't do pig feet, but every kind of pork, bacon, hot dogs, um, neck bones, um, what else we got? Fat back greens, macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes, Kool-Aid, extra sugar, um, uh. all of that. Uh, yeah, fried chicken. Did I forget the fried chicken? Uh, can't forget the fried chicken. Fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. So, yeah, so you did grow up, brother. You was eating that stuff. You was eating some of that stuff. And then the switch happened. And you decided to eat better and go plant-based. What caused that, what caused that switch? You know, it's interesting because I was, and I want really to put emphasis on I spent most of my life being a dumbass. Okay. Right? I didn't realize it. How many people actually realize, like, damn, I'm stupid. Right? It's just a fact. But and I was educated now. And and it's funny how most educated people that I know are the dumbest. Their ability to think, their ability to see themselves, their be their ability to be able to self-assess. So um what got me into this my background is in tech you know it electronics computer technology all of that and 
if you were to ask me 12 years ago, would I be in this lane? I would say no. Oh. The trigger was what happened. Well, it was, it, it was so many contradictions in my life. So part of, you know, coming from the South, the Bible Belt, um, a lot of mental chains, a lot of mental, mental chains on my mind and my thinking coming out of the church. And a lot of what, you know, I'm getting to my approach with a lot of things is really putting emphasis on how your beliefs and how religion has really put chains on our ability to see ourselves and our ability to critically think and to ask questions and to just use common damn sense, like just, just at, at the most basic level. So I, the crossroad for me was one, my health, my health started to go down and it was very subtle things that were happening. I didn't know that I, were, I was getting signs, 20 years worth. People uh. think that, you know, cancer shows up or tumor shows up or fibroid shows up. I can guarantee you if we would sit down and do an assessment over the years, oh, your body has been giving you many, many, many warning signs. So things started to happen very slowly. Started off, you know, acne, not a big deal. Then it moves on to, you know, chronic bloating. Then it moves on to your hair thinning. And then it moves on to, you know, night sweats and your skin is breaking out and on and on and on. So the i was at a crossroad more so spiritually because i couldn't understand i had been in the church all of my life why was it that the people who supposedly are the kingdom kids <laughs> god's children you know we yeah. are the haves the havers of grace and mercy the blood the stripes yeah. Everybody around me, every single person in my family, probably with the exception of some of the kids, sick, overweight, most of them broke. So it was a conflict. Like I needed answers. Yeah. So in, in the midst of me not being able, I needed to know, like, how is it possible? How is it not possible for me to heal myself? How is it not possible for, and I ain't talking about, because when I bring this point up, People are like, well, you know, people ain't living the way they supposed to and they don't have good faith. No, 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 no. I'm talking about those people who was, they live in this thing, like yeah. the grandmas with, you know, loving and giving nice, you yeah. know, the nice people, the good people. So uh. this was me looking at myself. One, how do I help myself? Two, I needed answers like. Like my spirit was in an uproar. I could not explain. And this is this is the interesting part. <laughs> Church people really believe it's their job to save the world. It's their job to save other people. Okay. But they can't save themselves. Oh. Uh, so this uh, was me looking in the mirror. I literally one night in the like, and I was just going through a lot of things internally, like, and I couldn't make sense of it. And I wasn't really talking to anybody about it. I was just really trying to figure it out. So I, I, I remember one night in the bathroom, I looked myself in the mirror. I was like, wow, you full of shit. 
Like you, you really are. Like you, you talk a big game, but what's up? Yeah. Like your life, like you know, financially, mm, health going down. Like, and my health really. So, to, really, to answer your question, what really, really, really turned this thing on for me was when it got to the point where I couldn't eat anything without getting nauseated and, and, and almost vomiting like on the couch okay. like felt feeling like death like i have no idea what is going on with me and i knew uh, enough i came starting in 2008 um i came into the mainstream health of things so i had got into fitness i had got into trying to eat being more mindful of processed foods at the most basic level. But what was happening to me wasn't making sense. Like when my body really clocked all the way out, I was in the gym, like lifting heavy weights five times a week. Um, I was on the whole heavy meat, protein, 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 protein. Um, I was doing all that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I knew enough to know I really wasn't down with doctors like that. But it had gotten so serious, you know, it really concerned my husband. So he was like, listen, you know, you need to go see somebody. And I wanted to go and see a holistic doctor, but she was, she didn't have availability for like three months. Uh -huh. So anyway, I went to the doctor and of course he didn't know, you know, he was giving me all, actually I was giving him some suggestions. I was like, do you think it could be celiac disease? Oh yeah, yeah, could be that. You think it could be, you know, SIBO, which is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth? Yeah, could be. They ran all these tests. Nobody just taking tests, taking tests. Nobody could answer. So the final straw was he said, well, I'm going to refer you to a specialist. And I said, OK. And I knew at that moment. I wasn't going. I didn't even call it. I didn't even call to make the appointment. I was like, nah, nah, this is it right here. Like, OK, it's it's, it's time to stop playing. And. Um. Now, things didn't just drastically change in that one moment, but okay. that started really getting me to it. And all the other things that were kind of going on in my life was very, it was hectic. I want to put emphasis on that. Like it was chaos. I, I really want to make the connection. My health was shit and my life was shit. Uh, yeah. And now, were you, were you, you say you was in the church. Were you, you know, how deep in the church were you? Was you in the choir? Was you handling books? Was you cooking macaroni and cheese? Was you feeding the homeless? You know, how deep in the church was you? You know what? Oh, did so, you just attend so I, every Sunday, every other Sunday? No, no, no. So I went through the cycle that most people go through. Okay. So first as a child, you got to go. You ain't got no other choice. Right. Right. So I went through that cycle. Then I went through, I'm off at college, like, bro, whatever. It's on. Then, you know, the fear factor, let's put an asterisk there. Let's make uh -huh. sure we put a, just a sticker there, fear. Uh -huh. The fear started to come in like, man, you know, everything that people tell you, your life ain't going to go this way if you ain't doing the way God wants you to do. You're going to go to hell. Uh, you know, all these things. So I started dibbing dab. You know, when I was in college, I would show, you know, I would go every now and then. There was a local church there that I liked that I thought was pretty good. So sometimes I would go, sometimes I wouldn't. But right before my true transformation, I was in. 
Like I was, I'm telling you, hotel, I'm telling you, this is what saved me. Okay. This is what saved me. What saved me was I, my sincerity about it. I wanted to do it right. Like every, I wasn't trying to have step. I did not want to just live any kind of way, go mm. on Sunday. Like I started by going to Bible study. I started, I got baptized again. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. <laughs> like, what, age, you know, what age was this? Huh? What age was this? Oh, this was, this was 30. <laughs> okay. All right. 30. You know I mean? 30, you like coming back to the church heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This, this was, yeah, I think it was around, yeah, it was about 30. And, okay. and it's funny because you start to see people, this is when you, that I've seen noticing other people. This one, people, they done, they done ran through life. Life done ran through them, right? They tired. They ain't got no answer. They got to run back to the church. Jesus, Lord, <laughs> uh, what is what is I'm going to do? Everybody that you ran the street with now, they, they done became deacons and pastors. Like, they got the good word now. They done did all of what they wanted to do. Mm. Tired, broke down, and we running back to the church. <laughs> so I really wanted to... I said, if this is the life that I'm going to live, like, I just want to be intentional. Okay. And so I was, I was like, you know, let me, and I was never one of those overbearing people. I, I wanted to know how to do it compassionately. I thought it was my job to save souls. I really believe, damn, I really believe that. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to be serious. And when people would pose questions to me, I, I wanted an answer. So I started seeking uh -oh. i started seeking uh -oh. i'm gonna tell you what really was like i keep saying what really was but this this, <laughs> this one right here really was it <laughs> everything like my daughter like my house just you know when the energy is just off like right. everybody was just off the chain okay i didn't feel connected like as much as this whole you know religious thing had been for me, I didn't feel connected. So I, I told myself, I didn't tell anybody else, for 40 days, I'm going to do the Daniel diet. It's not a fast. It's a diet, okay. which is simply just eliminate everything other than fruits and vegetables. And it was cooked. Like it was nothing deep. It was just eliminate all meat, dairy, any processed foods, breads, so on and so forth, sodas. And I said, for 40 days, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm turning the television off. And I'm getting off social media. Uh, so what year was that? This was year 33. Okay. What what do you know remember what year it was? 2000 and what? 2014. Okay. 2014. Gotcha. 2014. And I remember it was October of that year. Uh. And I said. I made an intention, like, you know, I ain't get into all that, Lord, you know, I need, like, it was just really simple for the first time. I was like, I'm setting an intention to open my eyes to the truth. Okay. Whatever that is, whatever I think I know, whatever I just know, I know, open my eyes to the truth. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for, like, I surrender every belief that I have and I really didn't all the way at that time but you know that's yeah. what i felt like i'm surrendering what i've held so close to me like i'm willing 
it, it was it was so i've gone through so many phases and people don't understand when i say you got to be willing to die like it was like literally me thrusting myself to say like whatever bro like what it got to be better than this yeah I, I can't make sense of this right. and man that got the ball the ball rolling i do want to say it got worse before it got better but um. it did get the ball rolling and as i began to set in motion healing my body it just blew the lid i had no idea i was as powerful as i am so you started the, you started just eating the fruits and vegetables so i guess you started feeling better or what kind of changes did you see during those 40 days you know what initially i had so many other emotions going on okay <laughs> like it wasn't i did notice energy wise i will say that okay um I felt heavy. That was another thing that was off for me. Yeah. Like I was so tired all the time. Yeah. And you know, I wasn't working no manual jobs. I'm was working from home for the most part. Like right. it didn't make sense. So I did feel I had I wasn't tired. Like by this time now, seven o'clock in the evening, I would be tired. Uh. And I would want to feel, you know, just like a lot of people do, <laughs> you know, sluggish and just not connected so i don't it wasn't just groundbreaking drastic change at that time but i did notice a, a change as far as my energy so when i came out of that in november i remember it was right before thanksgiving um i did eat thanksgiving food and i was just eating you know again my gut is still jacked up at the time so i wasn't eating i thought you know starch and um sugars and everything else was the problem mm. it's a lot deeper than that but anyway so i was only eating like meats and vegetables or whatever and i just remember just not feeling it like mm. it wasn't anything particularly that happened i just wasn't feeling it in december that first week of december um i sat down the last thing that i had it was a piece of salmon and i looked at it and my spirit was like, we done, we done with this. Like we, we're, we're no longer taking in dead flesh and blood. And that was it. So there was no information like that. Your spirit just told you. It, I swear to you. And, okay. and when I, this has been a challenge for me in trying to help people, people like, well, how did you cut out the so-and-so? How did you, I just went cold turkey, baby. <laughs> My spirit. And, 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 and I need, and this is so powerful though, because like habits are good, like routines are good, but when you lock into who you really are, you can transform overnight. Like you literally can be a person who has no motivation, who's not inspired and a switch. It, listen, it can happen. And it, that was the first, now I knew all the things, right? I had began to study. I knew what was happening to the meat industry things are being injected into these animals. I'm looking at how they're living and being tortured. And then I'm coming behind and eating it, right? The hormones and all these other things. So I knew what was going on from the physical aspect, but that moment, it, it was strictly spiritual. It really was. Uh, uh, wow. It hit you like that sometimes, man. Mm -hmm. I, I, I went through, I went through something like that. You know, when you speaking, it's like, uh, you're right, you know, for you young folks, y'all know what that's about. But when you hit a certain age, you start these epiphanies start hitting you. <laughs> like 
in like the most random moments and you transform, you really change at that moment. You're like a new person. Um, that that's what that's what was uh, the birth of Ali Shakur. Was was that whole thing? Shout out to everybody in the chat. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Shout out to Chad. Shout out to Mary O'Donnell. Uh, Olivia Rodriguez. She's she's always here. I love her. Appreciate you, Brody. What's good? Crypto Blood. What's good, yo? Yeah, he said we putting out the fire interviews, yo. We trying our best, man. We got some great people out here that need a platform, man. Need to be seen more. So boom, all right. So, so you make this transformation, right? And you move into the whole health and wellness, and you know whatever, whatever space. What argument? What is your best argument for why people shouldn't eat red meat or meat? Period. Well, the first thing that I would say is simply that it's not necessary. Oh, it's, it's not, it's not necessary. necessary. It's kind of deep. Um, and the idea that I would need something that has been, that is dead, I don't care how you spin it, something that has been killed, that has, that comes, can come from anywhere around the world, that can sit. It could be days old, it could be weeks old, it could be months old, don't know. That, that, is more nutritious that is more healthy for my body than if i go in my backyard and pull an apple off of the tree uh. that has grown from the earth that has been fed sunlight moonlight like it just doesn't make sense and what if I what if what if i'm one of those people who I catch my own deer and I cut it up right there in the forest and bring it home. Still bad or is that cool? No, I think if you're going to do it, that's the best way to do it. Okay. Yeah, I think if you're going to do it, then look at what it is. Like, I'm seeing this whole carnivore movement and people are posting that they're stopping by Wendy's and they're getting like 10, you know, patties. What? Uh, that ain't the move right there, bro. But it's just about <sighs> what makes sense. Like yeah. it is so fascinating that meat and red meat in particular is is associated with some type of masculinity. Like I'm a man. Yeah, look at my look at my picture with my cigar and my whiskey and my T bone. I'm a man. What? <laughs> You're eating female animals, female stop right parts. Stop, stop right there. Say that part one more time you're, again. You're eating female animals, <laughs> like they're female parts, right? Like that's been injected with female hormones. Uh, and, but you so call you can talk about soy, and I don't really get down with soy anyway, right? Just general principle, too much GMO. Ain't my spiel there, right? So I, I tend to avoid that as well. But mm, I don't know. I, I, I would caution people who get caught up. By all means, we do want to be lean. Muscles are good. However, don't for one second think that muscles are indicative of good health because they are not. 
They are not. Not alone. No, they are not. So the fact that people can go and I mean, like I said, it's, it's just more about what makes sense to me. Like, do I need to eat this? But more importantly, more importantly, I should have worn my says who shirt. <laughs> who said that? Like, who told you that? Like, like who? Let's go all the way back to the back to the back to the back. Who told you you needed red meat? And if they didn't tell you, would you be eating it? Would you naturally stick us out? Let's go back. Like, we ain't even going to go back thousands of years. You know, we'll go back a couple hundred years. Like, would you be eating that? Now, some could argue, well, yeah, Rook, based on where we were, we would be eating that. Yeah, but you wouldn't be eating it three times a day. You wouldn't be eating it at the level that you're eating it now. So it makes, so I look at it two ways. On the physical side, based on what is being done to this meat and the production of it, nah, bro. Like, um, I, it, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, on, a, on a spiritual aspect, like, it just, am I a true, can I take this thing, go and bite it? Like, would I <laughs> go and eat this it's like drinking milk who told you who told you that milk from a cow belonged in your body who told you that <laughs> where did we get that from like <laughs> beliefs are powerful my yeah. aunt wow my bad she um, important y'all her phone ringing you know she important how <laughs> <laughs> can i turn that off <laughs> beliefs are powerful Beliefs are powerful and we make we make it so insignificant that, you know, my aunt told me that she has to eat red meat because it gives her energy. Maybe so from the adrenaline that's flowing through that meat before that, that, you know, when that animal was tortured and killed, I guess. But but yet you're not having a bowel movement, but one or two times a week. Oh. Now, I'm not saying that's for every person that eats red meat, but does that make any sense? I, I follow some of the things that I see people posting. So you got to ask why. How is something happening and why is it happening? So you see yeah. people losing weight. You have to ask what is happening to the body? What is going? You don't just say, oh, this is a miracle thing. I mean, people were losing weight on Slim Fast. Yeah. People were losing weight on all, all sorts of, um, can't remember the drug that they banned. Like you, you can you can make the body release weight a number of ways doesn't mean that it's the most optimal way to do it. So for me, as much as it has taken for me to just rebuild and to work on my kidneys and my liver, like I just couldn't imagine. I just don't see how it's a benefit to me. I don't yeah. see how it. People say, "Well, what's wrong with it?" Tell me what's right with it. Right. Like what? Like what's right with it? Like. I don't need it. And this idea that, you know, people throw out anemia and B12 and all of these are issues of the body and the gut. I was on B12 when I was eating meat. I haven't taken any meat in five. I haven't eaten any meat in five years and I haven't taken any B12 either. So when you don't understand how the body works and you don't understand how to take care of yourself, then you'll just say, oh, yeah, 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 this is what I need here. Let me let me get some of that. But, you know, for me now, it's all about a question of says who? Who, who told me that I had to have this? Who right. told me that I need this as a sign of, of a good health? And I'm, 
let's just let me just throw this out here because people like to talk about diabetes, cholesterol, high cholesterol, uh, high blood pressure. Those things you can. Not, do you understand how simple it is to reverse those things? I mean, you can reverse them in a matter of weeks, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not bullshit. You might want to pay attention to things that are happening more at the cellular level. When you start seeing people having breakdowns internally, they're having ulcers, they're having um, tumors on the inside. Like, are you feeding? There's a delicate balance that has to happen in the body and what it needs. And when you're already living in disharmony, I don't think it's really beneficial for you to add in other things that create more disharmony in the body. The body just need is it's, it's just a game of how can I absorb, right? How can I digest good nutrition? How can I absorb that nutrition? How can I assimilate, have my body moving those things where they need to go and eliminate? Anything that hinders that to me is, is not... It's not the best. And so until mm. I see, you know, I've seen people on all fruit reverse cancer. So until I see that, you know, I'm not. People on all, you say all fruit diet all reversing fruit cancer. Reversing cancer, lupus, um, MS, um, Parkinson's, you name them. See the, you the said name? lupus? Lupus. Lupus. You, you Everybody's lupus? walking around. Hmm? You said reversing lupus with an all fruit diet. All fruit diet, and if you don't, if that's too extreme for you, like if you, because you, a lot of people are listening, they starting to short circuit right now, like they're glitching. What? 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 <laughs> Sugar? Oh my god! All right, that might be too much for you. Research, doctor. Oh, don't let me forget her name right now. Doctor Goldman. Doctor. Just Google. Um vegan doctor her uh, husband gosh i can't think of her name what is her name just just google vegan doctor lupus doctor okay and her protocol is raw fruits raw vegetables that's all she that i shouldn't say that's all but brooke, she specializes brooke goldner yeah that's it brooke goldner dr brooke goldner brooke goldner research her work because people like People like doctors, right? We gotta just they they have positioned doctors to be in the light of God. So and I'm with it. It's I'm cool. It's it's all good. Research her work. She grew up, she had lupus. She was told she was never she would never bear children and she wasn't gonna get old. Right? She went through medical school medical school with lupus. She received chemotherapy. She had stage four kidney failure. Wow. <laughs> she reversed oh. this went on to have two children look her up on facebook she posts all of these stories she does free videos everything oh. reverse all of this on fruits vegetables and she also does um like chia seeds and flaxseed for omega-3 that right. is her protocol oh. so the results are there like right, right, you're healing right. every day. Don't you doubt for a second that people aren't healing from anything, any name. The names are what people listen. Oh, man, that's a whole nother discussion on how they come up with these names. Names of what? Names of diseases, how they categorize and put symptoms. And then they change them when it's convenient because herpes is simply shingles. Really? So... 
you can't get caught up in the game that the matrix plays uh. and you have to do your due diligence to ask why what is going on with this and when you say when somebody tells you that you can't heal from something that you can't reverse a illness or disease you need to say says who because there's no human i think it is i think every doctor or any medical professional who has told a person that how long they have to live they should have their ass whooped uh. you you what power do you have to tell someone how long they have to live uh, you you should say I can no longer help you. As far as my knowledge goes, I don't see anything else. But to to put that on like and you can look at some studies that have been done, especially with cancer patients. People who this is the mind, y'all. The mind, what you adopt as your belief. People who receive these death sentences, you need to get your affairs in order. You only have three months to live. If that is able to prompt something within your subconscious, subconscious suggestion, and you accept that, then baby, you gonna die. I'm gonna tell you that. You ain't gotta, you can bet your ass on it. But person B, all they have to say is, baby, not me. I don't know who told you that. I ain't dying today. Look it up. So you can find what it is that you wanna find. If you wanted to hear about stories of people who are healing and reversing illness, you would find them. But that ain't what you're looking for. Uh, that's deep. If you wanted to find it, you find it. People don't want to find that. They don't want to see that side. They don't want to find it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Because it's so much easier. If I come, if I make a statement right now and I say to every person listening, right, you are powerful. There is nothing on this earth that no person, no system, no white man, no black man, no uh, deep state, no elite, no Illuminati, nothing that any of these things can do to penetrate you. You are all powerful, all knowing, and you can reverse any illness of mind and body. All what? No. <laughs> I came up here and said, listen, let me tell y'all, they trying to get us. Boy, they at it again, no matter what we do. No matter what we do, it's just, they, they always coming. They just want to kill us all. They gonna poison everything. <laughs> We're gonna be out of work. We're gonna be out of jobs. We don't know. They eat it up. They yeah. share, share button, share. Girl, look at, girl, I love her. <laughs> See, power. I can't speak to you anything other than power. I can't see in you anything other than what I see in myself. And I don't see victim. I don't see lack. I don't see, fe I don't see it. You, you want me to see things I literally don't, I, I can't, I'm incapable. You should have checked, you should have checked in with me about 10 years ago. I would have been there with hell. I ain't gonna say that far. You know, like yeah. I would have been there with you, but the transformation that people are looking for, the awakening that people are looking for has everything to do with them. It has nothing to do with anybody else. This is why people are going out of their mind right now because they stuck in a house. They ain't used, to, they in a house with a stranger. The stranger is them. <laughs> like, I got to get out. I need to get out. I need to go see somebody. I need to talk to somebody. Why you can't talk to yourself? Why you can't see yourself? What happened that you can't even sit with you? Uh. Well, Rook, you know, that's not good. We need connection. Let me tell you something. You ain't never not connected. Uh. Say Everybody that again. could leave you. Everybody. Uh. Everybody that you know could die tomorrow. The internet could go down tonight. That's what they should really do. That'd be some fun. 
internet go down 60 days. Don't even give it 60 because that's too much. That's too much. Let's just give it. Let's give it 20 days. Ooh, what you going to do then? These are the questions you got to start asking yourself. Like when you, I'm all for like digging into, I love studying. I love researching. When people, when you hear people talk about like an awakening, it really, like you become childlike again, very inquisitive. Like it's, everything is new. Like, oh, what about that? Man, I wonder what kind of bird is that? You didn't even see the bird before. Did the bird just appear? No, no, you're just aware of it now. So, yeah, that's deep. That's deep. Something you said earlier triggered this thing in my head. You saw my eating meat, and if 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 the new world for me eat meat was you had to kill your own cow, I don't think as many people would be eating meat. No, no. I'll, I'll I got one better than that. Okay, hold I got one better than that. All right. They ain't even got to kill it. Tell them to not cut the parts into pieces put it in the grocery store leave the the face the tongue leave the 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 hands the feet like all of the parts of the animal you go let me get that chicken head right there like the whole that let come on now and then take that home connection like people start freaking out yeah because now i make a connection to this thing that i'm ingesting in my body like people why wouldn't i give my body the best and and then when you go back in history you start learning that a lot of the degenerate behavior that people like is because they started associating it with class you know i've arrived when i can go and eat me some you know sea cockroach and some um (laughs) you know fancy steak like i've arrived like i can drink this type of wine and alcohol every day like um you know that, that it, it's <laughs> it's a game and if when you are not aware i swear you find yourself like the matrix be whipping your ass yeah. you don't know how you don't know why it be coming from everywhere front back top bottom and your only recourse is to blame you put your attention on politics you put your attention on the president you put your attention on women and men and this and that and you put none on yourself how do you study something more than yourself how do you know more about what donald trump has done wrong than you know about how why you can't sleep at night why your hair falling out why your penis can't get up why your cake dry like how do you know more about does that make any sense uh, 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 that's real talk right there. You know more about the White House than your house. <laughs> Shout out to Chad, Super Chat. What up, Chad? Peace and love to Hotep Nation, Knowledge Bombs. You know it. Mary O'Donnell, more the year. She in the building. $20 Super Chat. What's up, girl? She said, can't stay for this. Have to watch replay for answer. Ms. Rook, I was a vegetarian for 13 years. Couldn't keep up my ferritin. Couldn't keep my ferritin up. I don't know what that is. Stored iron. I was a nurse. Now eat meat and can't get number up. That was 10 years ago. I'm weak, gut, bad joints, hurt. Connect with Project Rook. Y'all should have a conversation, Mary, and, and, and let her take a look at that for you, man. Listen, 
listen, every person that, first of all, it is when you start getting into, and I don't even debate, like the last thing I'm going to do is argue with people who sick. Like, I don't even, when it comes to my family, like you, you're sick and you're overweight. Why, why I'm, I, I have no reason to argue with you. You got it. Like I had another one of my aunts tell me her doctor told her she's a diabetic. Her words. I'm not, I'm, I'm not making this up. She cannot eat fruit because of the sugar content, but she can have McDonald's ice cream every now and then. Wait, 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 wait. She can't have fruit because of the sugar content. Do they know the difference between monosaccharides and polysaccharides? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And so when you when you see things like that, when you hear things like that, it's like, <laughs> bruh, really? And here's the thing right because i know we operate on this god complex and what the god complex does is we have to look for something outside of us that's only one part the second part is we get to blame everything outside of us we are never at fault that, that is the beautiful part it is never us and though there are a lot of people who can point to the things that the doctors are doing that are detrimental to them right but you going to him, <laughs> you listening to him, you're taking the drug. Let me give you an example. Okay, I got stories for days. My, my mother had high cholesterol, right? All right. And so I'm not an overbearing person. Like I, just, I have learned, and let me say this to the people who are out there who are in this lane and you really, really want to help and you're passionate, you got to learn how to stay in your lane. You got to learn how to walk your talk and be the example. Don't ain't nobody trying to be preached to. Now, sometimes you got to cuss mofos out. I mean, you know, you just got to. But outside of that, just do what you do. Stay. It, trust me. Just do your work. Be the example. Live your truth. Don't worry. It'll all come full circle. So yeah. I don't really say. Well, we've gone through different phases with my mother, and initially it was, girl. You go head on with all that stuff, girl. No, <laughs> sir. I don't know what's in. I don't know about no herbs. I ain't seen what's in them herbs. I said, well, tell me, mom. I got $200 for you right now just because. Tell me yeah. three ingredients in them pills you're taking right now. Matter of fact, forget. Give me just one. Just name one ingredient. <laughs> I can tell you the ingredient in this right here. This, yeah. this, this echinacea right here. This yeah. astragalus right here. This uh, I can tell you. what What's in yours? Oh, you don't know. Huh? So anyway, <laughs> we, we moved from that to, hey, uh, what you say was good for so-and-so? <laughs> it's all good. I, I, you know, I ain't mad. Uh, this is what you need. So she had high cholesterol, right? I was like, listen, I'm going to send you some stuff, right? This is what you need to do. Um, it would really be helpful if you would clean up your diet. Clean up your diet. You always start with the diet, no matter what the condition is. You start with the diet. I don't yeah. care if it's cancer. I don't care if it's diabetes. Diet, diet, diet. Yeah. When you think that you're eating well and you're still finding yourself sick, two things. One, you may not be eating as well as you think. And what you think is healthy may not actually be beneficial or healthy to you. And two... Your mental right here, rules, mind yeah. rules. So anyway, so mom dudes, you know, so I, I had her straight, right? I was like, you know, take this, you should be straight. This will help you out. 
um, might would help if you would stop going to the gas station getting 32 ounces of a slushy. <laughs> so anyway, she hit me back up. This is about a couple months later. She was like, well, I went back to the doctor and my cholesterol went down. But the doctor told me that she couldn't take me off the cholesterol pills because now my cholesterol is too low. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so she kind of paused. And I ain't, I was so cool. I was like, well, mom, let me ask you this. They gave you the pills because your cholesterol was elevated. Now we've brought the cholesterol down. And the story is that you have to stay on it because it'll help stabilize it, help even it out. Does that make any sense to you? <laughs> No, I was thinking that didn't make no sense. I was thinking that. So what you gonna do? You gonna you gonna still take them? He was like, no, I don't think I. Am. I don't. I don't. I don't know. She said she stopped taking them, bro. I don't know. Ooh. All I know is that when you lock into something, fear, man, fear, boy, fear, <sighs> fear, have you doing some crazy things? Fear <laughs> will have you dismissing common sense like just wow. common sense we ain't talking deep we ain't talking you know no, no just basic common sense that's a bar right there y'all fear will how you what you say with common sense fear how you dismissing common sense, common sense. <sighs> just dismissing it like you know i can tell you today just putting a cover mask on your face it doesn't help do anything then i come back in two weeks and say that's what you need to do to help protect you know <laughs> it's good it's great <laughs> just make it up as you go along let me but let me say this real real just the point i want to make all right in regard to making things up as you go along there's so much to learn that people will pay attention i swear like yeah. if you ain't learned nothing that can benefit you while trump has been in office like he's put on a masterful show it's not about politics see you got to get out of your emotions get out of your emotions as long as you're in your emotions you're not even ready for the big table you got to you got to stay at the kids table you, you got to start there just just you know work your way up it take it a little time but when you can learn how to you know, you graduate to the big table and you start to see and check your emotions like, OK, I don't have to like a person. I don't have to like what they do or how they operate. But I damn sure can peep game. And there is something to be said about like people like Trump. He makes things up as he go. That's magician shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you will either get that or you won't. <laughs> you will get that or you won't. But if once you figure out, you might, this might like a light bulb might come off for you like five years from now. When yeah. you figure out you can make shit up as you want it, and it can unfold exactly the way you made it up. Like tell you something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trump, Trump is a master at at, at his destiny. He's a master of his destiny. I, I mean, no greater. I, I don't think we've seen a greater illustration on just a, a, a large public scale that if you can take the gems, like you got to get out of the they, they, they. You got to get out of, you always in study mode. And anytime you're not, see, uh. I talk the shit I talk because I can back it up. Yep. That don't mean that my cracks ain't exposed sometimes. Right. right? That don't mean that, oh, I'd be like, oh, man, wow. But I'll never make excuses. 
I'll never use that as an opportunity to backtrack and try to be like, well, with so-and-so. No, baby. No, if I believe that I am a creator of my reality, then when this shit comes in my lap, I got to be like, damn, how did I create that? How did I bring that into my experience? Yeah. What role did I play? But as long as you like stupid ass terms like victim blaming, victim (laughs) shaming, (laughs) ah, there's no hope. There's hope for you, but not as long as you keep that mentality. It ain't. Yeah. Yeah. But now you're right, man. You know, being a student at all times is art. And uh, that's one of the things that helped me grow is just always being so open-minded and always saying like, I mean, like you said, you, you, as long as you're in your emotions, you can't graduate to the big table. That's another big statement. Y'all got to write these bars down, man. These are quotables. As long as you're in your emotions, you can't sit at the big table. And those are two defining moments for my life was, you know, removing emotions from making decisions and being a student, a perpetual student. And that stuff changed my life, man. You're absolutely right. Because when I saw Trump, I was just like you said, I was just peeping game. I didn't I didn't see this racism and stuff that other people saw. You know, I was just peeping game. And then when everybody started down the whole, you know, trope of racism and he represents a certain people, I was just like, oh, y'all not seeing what's going on here. <laughs> not seeing at all. And I, you know. I sit back and think now that I'm on the other side, like there have always been people in the know. There have always been people that was hip to game. There were, and then there was people who were like me, just dumb, just, you know, just asleep. Like religion just did, it took such a stronghold on me. I mm. remember the day. I remember the day that it got me. All right, hold on. We ain't going there yet. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> We get, we saving that for the for the for the finale, cause cause we tell that story now everybody gonna log off. <laughs> let's <Ooh>. let's <laughs> let's backtrack. Oh, let's talk let's talk coronavirus. Let's, let's get <laughs> <laughs> let's get, let's talk coronavirus. Then we gonna go there after the coronavirus, right? Coronavirus. Now you dropped the bomb on us. You said you can't test for the coronavirus. It's a big bomb. You you signed. You had a webinar. When I seen you drop the thing, it was a webinar. I was like, look, let me go ahead and pop my email address in here. Let me sign up because I want to know. I'm a perpetual student. What can Rook teach me today? And I sat in your in your um what's the name in your uh in your meeting your teleconference. Oh man, I was just taking notes. I was like, yo, wait till I get on the show Thursday. <laughs> Until I get on the show, I got the ammo now. But I think there's there's several parts of this conversation, right? There's the actual virus itself, where I think we should definitely cover what a virus is, right? How we how we uh, maneuver through the virus, the vaccine agenda. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot here. So let's start. Let's start with the virus itself. What what is a virus, I guess, or because it's not a living organism. You know, it's so funny that, you know. You can change and part of the things I do for fun is just buy old books and just see how medical books and you can change things whatever you want, you know, whenever you. Whenever you decide, it just depends. It depends, right? So you look at older texts, 
the older texts say <clears throat> the virus is a not is non-living it is not an organism it is not like fungi it's not like bacteria now just out of curiosity i went to webmd and looked it up and of course they had that it was a microorganism Ooh. so now it's morphed like at what when when did a virus become a microorganism uh, so one thing if a person is and we start talking about scholarship being a student people got to study words what do words mean what have they meant etymology of words so when i looked up the word virus it means poison okay there's also a middle english version for it which says substance produced in the body as a result of disease Ah, uh, so it's a result Produce of a disease in the body. In, not out. In. So the idea now that we are to believe, supposedly, that a virus because I think this is this is so important because if if you don't get a grasp of exactly what a virus is. The rest is for naught. Like it's right. You know, you, you're you're trying to protect yourself from something that you have to protect on the inside. It, mm. it is self-produced. It is pretty much a solvent. It is your body is an immune response to toxins in the body. That is what it is. That is essentially what it is. This is why. Watch your numbers because you might see a drop off after I say this. Right? <laughs> you can't catch a virus. You can't catch a virus. You cannot catch a virus. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, Rook, I know so-and-so people, and they've been able, they, they've gotten sick. I, I'm not disputing that people have gotten sick. I'm not even disputing that there could have been a person who so-called had a virus. Let's just say a flu. Let's just start with the flu. Right. 20 people are in the room one person has the flu all right let's say within the next two weeks mm, let's say 11 of those people get sick one would suggest well well yeah that that would be pretty indicative that's suggesting that these people died th these people caught that from them well what is it that they caught was the first thing what okay. is it that they caught See, bacteria, trillion, I don't even know how many. We, we're in contact with all types of microorganisms every single day. You need microorganisms. You need them to, right. people are ODing on laboratory vitamins not and killing bacteria that is essential for vitamin synthesis that help to make vitamins in the body. So... We start a lot of the amnesia that's going, not amnesia, Alzheimer's, um, dementia, all connected. This is a trunk. This this is the top, and it sits on the gut. <laughs> so uh. this runs up. They are connected. Uh. So the question you should ask, and what might be helpful to you, is to look at the testing insert. Google it. It's there, people. You can, any of them. I've, I've found about four different ones. 
if you Google and you find, pull it up, it in the insert, it says that the test cannot definitively detect a virus. It oh. also cannot rule out bacteria infections or any other viral infection. So wait a damn minute. So you mean to tell me that I got a test that could come back positive and it could be a back based on some sort of bacteria infection that I have because oh. bacteria I'm not disputing. Can we share and pass bacteria? Absolutely. Absolutely. The question is, get back to the first example. Why didn't the other eight people get sick? We had 20 people in the room, right? Somebody with the flu, 11 of them got 11 of them got the flu. What happened to the rest? Yeah. Why why didn't they get sick? Why are we not looking at that? Why is that not so significant? What is it about the thousands? 50, 60, 100 thousands. I don't even know what the number is because I, I stopped looking because, you know, men lie, women lie, and men and women make numbers lie. So, but what we know for a fact is that over 80% of people so-called who have been diagnosed with the coronavirus have recovered. They've been just fine. So why aren't we asking if there is so-called an exposure to some sort of microorganisms, what is happening? How can you come in contact with a bacteria and be fine and I come in contact with it and I get sick? The, the truth of the matter is you come in contact, they live, you, we are made up mostly of damn bacteria. Right. So all the fools out there, no offense people, but you know, I just want you to know all of the over over sanitizing you doing, all of the over washing you doing, and maybe it's good. Some of you weren't washing your ass before, so maybe that is good. We need, <laughs> we need some ass washing, but that excessiveness it is to your detriment. It is to your detriment. The skin has biome. This is bacteria. That just like there's bacteria balancing the gut, so is there on your skin and your hands. You're supposed to have bacteria here. Have we learned nothing? from pushing antibiotics, mm. nothing. Mm. So back to your original question, what is a virus? A viral load, first of all, is not a living organism. This idea that, oh, well, we it's going in the body. It's, I'm picking it up. First of all, it's not living, but it has some ability to stay alive for random amounts of time some can hours some for a minor uh nine days and it's just and, it's, lot, it's, and some say you know 80 degrees weather kills it right oh that's so good this is so good so heat kills it if only the body had a way of some mechanism that it used to heat the body up <laughs> when it came in contact the microorganisms or toxins. Oh, wait, dumbass, fever. But guess what humans do when they get a fever? Go pop a pill to bring it down. Uh. Your body heats up for a reason. Again, uh. the body's so powerful. I'm so, I'm so passionate about this because when I look at all of the hell I put my body through to watch it just rebound like a gangster, I'd be like, you the, you the champ, bro. You are the champ. And the body recognizes that there is a level of bacteria, 
toxins, whatever, it raises the temperature. That's what help burns it up. Uh. When we go and suppress our whole, our whole society is about suppression, right? We suppress, suppress what's natural to the body. We suppress our emotions. We suppress every bit of love and harmony that we have within ourselves. And then we wonder why people sick. Uh. As if, if it's, as if a virus could make us sick. We are, you already sick. I put myself out of it. You already sick. <laughs> you already sick. Like, are you not seeing what is happening? So, if you find yourself with a cold, if you find yourself with some sort of virus, whatever, flu, baby, thank your body. The body is purging. Why is, does no one ever ask, how does my body deal with eliminating waste? How does my body deal with eliminating toxins? And it's not just, I know the obvious thing people say, well, you know, I crap it out. No, baby. No, there's my metabolic waste as well. There's all sorts of things happening at the cellular level and the body is responding. So if I, something happens that triggers an immune response to my body and I get sick, I'm like, yes, baby, let this mucus come out. Yeah. I like it when it's get the the last real real cold I had. Now I I experienced something probably January as well. Yeah. Um, but the last real deep thing that I had, where I was coughing up all sorts of like green and orange mucus, it's a couple years ago. But okay. I, oh man, I was so I felt like crap. But I was in such an appreciation because I knew my body was purging. You got to know what. You have to know what your body is doing. And you also have to know what you're doing every single mm. time you go to suppress. So when you are sick, your body is already telling you you're not well. You go then get you a bottle of pills that you don't have no idea what's in it. No idea. Can't name one ingredient. Well, you might name one. Can't name three. Can't name it. Something that has been created in a laboratory. You know what's fascinating, the arguments against herbs, is that these mofos go and study herbs. They go to Africa. Yeah. Go and study the healing plants, the healing art. Then tell you not to take them. Instead, what they say is, hey, um, what we're going to do is we found it. This is the property, the healing property. So we're going to extract and isolate that. Then we're going to add some chemicals to it so we can make it our own and patent it. And then, yeah, we about to make some money, baby. But we got to make sure we don't add too many chemicals. Well, it can kill them. It just can't kill them immediately. Yeah, because that wouldn't be good for business. It can slowly kill them. Yes, that's our. Yes. So people are like, we living longer. No, you suffering longer. You ain't living longer. Make no mistake about it. You uh -huh. suffering, baby. All them pills you popping, pain. Like the idea that people are shocked that, well, Rook, what is going on? People are dying. People are sick. People have been dying and been sick. Have you mm. not been paying attention? I mm. tweeted back in December that from the end of October through December, almost that span of two months, Almost every week, I got a call about somebody either 40 years old with cancer or who had a stroke or either died. Yeah. What are, how are you living? So the virus oh, is you.
It is your body responding to you. The uh-huh. sickness that you see going on, what, guess what? Guess what drugs have side effects of respiratory failure? Um, <laughs> respiratory issues and death. Uh, Psych drugs, uh, anxiety drugs, antidepressants, and opiates. Wow. And those was just the ones I was skimming through. It was probably, probably a lot more. You don't even, you're talking about what well, that person was a bill of health. What does health look like to you? How are you uh, healthy and you popping pills? Uh, you can't sleep at night. You ain't healthy. Right. All right. If you don't have energy, unless you OD on 55 cups of coffee, you ain't healthy, my love. Right. Sorry. If, if your hair is falling out, I keep coming back to that because I've been seeing some crazy pictures. <laughs> and I know like a lot of the care is what's happening to, you know, a lot of women with the weaves and the glue. And that does play a part. But some of this. Mm, diet, yeah. it, it's, it's no, it's health, baby. It is yeah. health. So I am not surprised at people passing or dying or whatever else. They were already doing that. It was what's so fascinating is that all of a sudden nobody all of the this is good news for everybody to be just happy about all the things that were killing americans are no longer are people ain't dying from heart disease that the numbers have dropped drastically ain't coronavirus a blessing <laughs> strokes are down heart attacks are down all of the things that people are down corona getting everything flu is even down is anybody getting the flu anymore nope everything coronavirus <laughs> You got to think, man. You got to, you really have to just think about what is happening. And then you got to use your common sense. People are sick because they're living sick lives. You eat like crap. Do you know the stress? You at war. You think you're at war with nature. You think you're at war with men. You think you're at war with women. You at war against poor, against rich people, poor people, the system, guns. You you just in constant war mode. You think that you can operate that way and exude any level of health? You out of your mind. Mm. Work that way until there is harmony, harmony within the body. You are going to see disease you're you're going to see it and we don't even consider drinking alcohol every day like ain't nothing wrong with that right and i, and I, and I keep coming back to pharmaceutical drugs because people really act as though this doesn't play a part on their health this is serious people you better start looking at that shit you taking <laughs> mixing it up it's impossible with all the drugs that are out there it is impossible for them to do a study on every combination Right. It's impossible. So you have no idea how all that crap is. Oh, come on, guys. You, 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 we, we just basic things. How can something unnatural, inorganic, and when I say inorganic, I'm not talking about <clears throat> agriculture. I'm talking about absence of carbon. How yeah. can that be beneficial and bring me to health? I, yeah. I, a young lady I went to college with. For 10 years, she was on high blood pressure medicine. And I asked her, so when does it supposed to start working? Does it ever work? <laughs> Do you ever come off of it? You just want it forever, huh? Like, at what point? Tell me, doctor, t- tell me your theory with this thing, right? 
<laughs> it, it ain't like a, a fungus cream. Fungus cream, you, I, I'm giving you this, and it's going to go away at some point, right? I should say, yeah, okay, cool, thanks. What's the what's the uh, playbook on the, the pills? <laughs> Forever? To death? And you wonder why people are sick? That's a lifetime. So that's a lifetime subscription. Listen, <laughs> you go to the doctor, you get yourself on Earth. We gotta get them. We gotta we gotta get the pregnant mother and inject her with vaccines, even though we have said, and it's in the insert. All the inserts are fascinating. Just FYI, if you ever decide to look at any of these things, the insert says we have never proven the safety of vaccines on pregnant women. Mm. But now they got you feeling guilty. Because you don't know who you are, right? So you, you're afraid to even you don't you can't listen to yourself because you don't recognize your own voice. So it's like, oh, I gotta do this. So we get the pregnant mother. And as soon as the baby come out, boom, let's get them again. Mm. Let's, let's inject them, baby. And then mm. we're gonna give them some good old can, high fructose corn syrup, uh, soybean oil, and uh water. Yeah, did put a little water in there. <laughs> All that milk. And you're gonna say, baby, this is what you need. Yeah, we sick, and this goes on. We give our kids drugs from birth, little babies, headache, fever. What are we giving them? And this go mm, pipeline, yeah. pipeline so, to a lifelong customer. So hold on, Rook. I, you know, you mentioned you had something in January. I know I had something in January. I had something I never felt before in my life. Um, and I was around the Chinese people. I was at CES in Las Vegas. So I was around <laughs> plenty of Chinese people. <laughs> I was with him, you know, I shook hands with him and everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm not like a super German fool, but like every time I shook hands with somebody, like my mind goes, ugh, (laughs) ugh, (laughs) like I can't wait to get to the bathroom. Like, you know, my mind does that. Um, And then when I came back, I had flu-like symptoms. I had a fever of 105 and I don't take medication. Uh, I usually just tough my shit out, you know, and, um, let my body go through its course. So anything I do is, uh, uh, is, is, um, is water. But, um, I had something. Now you're saying that the coronavirus can't be caught. I caught something or, mm-hmm. or something happened to me. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's coronavirus related. What's going on here? Right. So what did they pass to me? That's, that, that's it right there. Right. So you know, every so often we hear, whether it's lettuce or some other produce or food, it could be meat or something, right. that E. coli, e-coli right? Mm-hmm. Well, something that people don't know is E. coli lives in your intestines. Okay. Okay. So bacteria is inundated in your system from head to toe, right? Right. <clears throat> the question becomes... What happens when your body begins to respond to that bacteria? Okay. How is it that I, we and I, you and I both can eat the same salad? It's got supposedly traces of E. coli, even though they can never trace it. Like you find it interesting, and they can never pinpoint the actual thing. Oh, we think it was from runoff from you know the animals. Blah 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 blah. So something has to be going on to where bacteria doesn't bother me unless, unless what? I'm off balance. Right. So think about if it's a trash can outside, 
a trash can outside, you can put paper in it. You can put. Um, oh, I see where you're going. You can put right. You don't see any bugs. You don't see any maggots. But put something in there that starts to decay. Oh. It shows up. So the microorganisms are beneficial because they are scavengers. They are on cleanup duty. And they only respond, they are only a problem when there's toxic tissue and waste. So this is why it's a benefit to you that when you do come in contact with something, it does trigger an immune response because there's a purging. There's a purging of that waste. Viral loads have to be detoxed out of the body. This is why every virus is, you can get rid of it. That's all of them. All of them. HIV, herpes, all of them don't matter. It's the same uh, stuff. Don't matter. It all comes down to the condition of the body. It so wait, hold on. The virus isn't living. Has it, 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 so it's, it seems like this is some sort of program that turns on inside the body. Right, right. And there's something that is being passed around that's triggering that program. And what, like back in, when they did research on SARS, they found that many of those people had, um, not SARS, not SARS. This was the 1918, the Spanish flu. Okay. That we love to talk about, but that happened at the end of world war one okay and when they went and studied the tissue of some of the soldiers they found that many of them had bacteria lung infections mm. like you know bronchitis okay so <clears throat> i'm not disputing that some bacteria can be spread can is being spreaded there's no dispute about that. And I find the language going back to the testing insert interesting because it tells you that it says this could be related to a bacteria infection. So, so it, it seems like the bacteria is carrying the program. Well, the bacteria is responding to okay. the waste in the, the toxic cell. Oh, uh, I see what's happening. It's, it's your body's way of, so the, the bacteria is there. Right. It's not a problem. I see what you're saying. However, it's the waste, it's the waste in the body triggering that. Decay now is activated. Ah. Uh. And so this is why you and I both can eat the same things, can be in the same room, and I come out and I'm just fine. Uh. Let me add this little piece here, though, also, because this is significant. What you believe about viruses and bacteria is what you make true. I believe for a long time that if you went outside without a coat on, when it was cold outside, you got sick. That's a lie, mm. grandma, mama, love you, that's a lie. But we believe that. It is a conviction, like it. we made it true. So anytime you see children coughing and snot and you're like, oh my God, Lord. And then two days later, I'm gonna throw, I know I shouldn't have been around them nasty little kids. So I don't want us to downplay the role that the mind plays. This okay. is why you got to be careful with the fear game. You got to realize we are all in this synergistically. How the hell? And you and you a student, you know. When you study ancient geometry, the mathematics, numerology, when you look at how everything is down to 
perfection, right? The numbers, how think you can look at a lettuce, you can look at the veins, you can look at a tree, look at a placenta. It's almost as if someone took one thing and just sliced it, right? All yeah. connected. How in the midst of that would bacteria be detrimental to you? How in the midst of that would microorganisms be detrimental to you? How in the midst of a perfect, this, this dynamic intelligence that none of us really know what it is, right? How in the midst of that, it got bacteria wrong. Mm. It got microorganisms wrong. That mm. was the part that wasn't supposed to connect with us. It's, it's, it's a reprogramming of our thinking is what has to happen. And so, and I'm a former germaphobe, just to let the people know. I was over the top. I also realized that that was part of how I helped destroy my digestive system. Because uh. it, so people are ODing on antibiotics, spraying Lysol, putting all these little stupid ass sanitizer on, right? I can't remember the study they did about the sanitizer too, but Google it. Um, not re not realizing that this helps to keep you healthy. Uh. You you cannot destroy. You cannot dis. Listen, they can spray whatever they want to spray. You you can't sanitize the whole world. Right. You can't sanitize the whole world. You have to clean. I saw an image where they had two, um, they had two fish bowls, and society. What we are told is the theory that there's a dirty ass fish bowl on the left, right? And in order for the fish to survive, they had to put the fish in a bag in clean water, and then drop, drop, drop the, drop the bag in, right? On nature's side, we just clean the damn fish tank water. You understand know what, uh, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. can't Here's a theory. Here's something that I thought about that got me to thinking. When I started traveling to Mexico, um, everybody, first of all, just thinks that everybody else is nasty. Every other country is just not sanitary. They just so a part of that was tingling there, right? No, even though I knew that that didn't hold water, it was there. It's just you know we we take on certain beliefs, right? And I just remember just watching the people, right? And they about their day, they doing, they, you know, they hustle, they in the sun. That's another thing if we want to talk about illness. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I thought about it. And I, I, I literally, I was just sitting out and I said, wait a minute. How are they nasty if they drink this water every day? Uh. I'm the one that comes over here, if if I come over here and drinking and get sick, it would appear to me that I'm the one that's weak. I'm the one that's sick. Oh. Like, I should be able to come in contact with things and be my body should be able to boom. No, okay. My body first of all, my body is clean. My body knows how to respond. I haven't weakened the mechanisms in my body. Oh. So my body knows, boom, I got my red blood cells flowing, I got my white blood cells flowing. I haven't yeah. laid down my kidneys, so I got waste eliminating the way it should be, right? Uh, All of those things are happening, so maybe, maybe it's not isolation that builds immunity. Maybe it's exposure. Right. Exposure. There's been studies, there's a good book by, it's called Let Them Eat Dirt, mm. and it talks about how they look at children who are birthed vaginally 
and how stronger their immune system is because they get bacteria from the, the woman, the mother's womb. Critical things, right? And they looked at those children who grew up on farms and were out, out able to play outside that didn't live in sanitized, very sanitized environments. And they did not have the same amount of allergies and their immune systems were stronger. Uh. So this idea that you about to just stay locked up, you, you <laughs> do that for the rest of your life? You don't think you don't think bacteria is coming okay. again? So you you not you don't wear a mask outside the house, Rook? No, I ain't wearing no damn mask. And if <laughs> and if the grocery store I go to tell me I gotta wear one, then I ain't going. I then you just <laughs> lost my business because I'm ordering from Amazon. So there you go. I'm 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 not. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> you know what's funny is last week I I um I interviewed Shaka and um you guys have two you guys are passionate in your stance on this but going two separate directions. Shaka's like, how dare you not wear a mask? And you're saying Really? Yeah, and you're saying really? I ain't wearing no damn mask. That is so funny. I'm more, I would, I I'm wouldn't more, have noticed, I wouldn't have thought he was taking that stance. That's interesting. Shaka, an old nigga, he paranoid. That's my, that's my old that's nigga. It, you know, and I have found that. I have found that that <laughs> does play a role generationally where, yeah, yeah that is true. But no, listen, let me tell you something. Somebody asked me, well, just be honest, like on a scale of zero to 10, right? And this was three weeks ago. This was like, now people are starting to see some of the, the, the fears coming down a little bit. They see the game is happening. But I know this was two weeks ago. <clears throat> I said on a scale of zero to 10, uh, no, she said one to 10. I said zero. I said, I swear to you, I ain't done nothing different. I don't own sanitizer. I ain't going out to buy no damn Clorox wipes. All right. I'm not, somebody told me they <laughs> their parents had them in the house. Clorox wiping the light fixtures. Where the light fixture been? <laughs> What did it come from China? What 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 is like again? Fear will cause you to dismiss common sense. But I haven't done any. I had no fear because I know the game. I know what this is and I know what it's not. I also know that if I was to get sick right now, baby, let's do it. I'm about to pull out my Epsom salt. I'm about to pull out my bentonite clay. I'm about to start soaking. I'm about to rest because that's what my body is, is really asking for. I'm going to hydrate with some good water. Distilled water is what I'm going to go for because that really helps to flush toxins out of the body. Fresh squeezed orange juice. Like, I'm going I'm to pull out my herbal, you know, baby. Let's su I'm supporting. That's what the herbs do. Support the body. They're not going to suppress People get mad. I don't like working with some people because they come in with the same mentality. Like, give me a pill to stop this. That's not what nature does, right? We don't want to stop the process. This is why you see people developing tumors and cancer and everything else. You've suppressed. When your body has attempted to eliminate waste for the past 15 years, you've suppressed it. Every time you get a cold, you go get antibiotics. Every time you feel any bit of pain, you go take some sort of pain medication. So... As the body is working like hell, because it does a damn good job based on all of the abuse we do to it, yeah. we are suppressing, suppressing. And finally, it all hits the head. And, and, uh -huh. and, and you see the manifestation of whether it's extreme respiratory issues, um, whether it's kidney issues, and more importantly than that, 
emotions are connected to your organs. Yeah. So what we see in the physical are effects. They're not causes. They're not causes. We have to look yeah. at how we're living. And I keep going back to like the angry mob because everybody want to be angry about something. And everybody want like we even stressing the kids out. We got the kids trying to memorize 95 genders and all this other stupid shit. And <laughs> you're like, they can't even, you know, and you wonder why they sick. Like, leave them, leave them alone. Stop sitting them down, telling them this is a it's a horrible thing out there, baby. We ain't gonna make stand up in your power. Damn yeah. it. You supposed to be the example. The kids looking at you like, look at this fool. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Example. <laughs> Women, powerful woman, understand. <laughs> Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. Ladies. Yeah, let, me, ladies. Let, me read, let me read some super chat comment. real quick. Huh? Let me let me read a super chat real quick. We're gonna come right back. Okay. Victor Life 33, uh 99 super chat. He said, preach. But you said women and they 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 not giving themselves enough credit, they're not giving themselves enough power. Oh man, women have allowed other weak women Ooh. to lead the charge. To weak tell women tell them that you know your focus in life is equality. You are the giver of life. Oh God looking for equality. What? Yeah. No, you, you've forgotten who you are. Like oh. the woman was the original healer, the original teacher. And we see chaos in our homes. We see chaos in the world. It's reflection of the woman. I don't care if you like it or not. They don't get me wrong. There's a lot of bitch ass men out there. <laughs> they, they, they stuck in the house. They tell them, you better put your mask on. Better put your mask on. <laughs> I, that's one thing I love about my dad, because he just so part of it is ignorance, right? And sometimes yeah. ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but he like, man, shoot, I done told y'all for a long time ago, stay away from that sanitizer. And he don't know nothing about nothing, but it, he know enough that nah, like I'm not yeah. even putting my attention on that. So what is going on with you? I just want to emphasize so much. I swear, like. And I and of course nobody wants this to happen. I could wake up tomorrow and ten million people die. They ain't got shit to do with me. And that's yeah. not from a you know just a shitty point of view. It it is about I have to focus on what I I me. I have to focus on where my attention goes, my energy flows, and I say my power grows. I know that I have the ability to shift the environment around me just by what I put my attention on. I'm kind of pissed that it really comes down. It's just that simple. Like all the years that I've spent trying to figure this out, that if I could just shift my attention, my focus. And people say, well, people, I focus all the time. You a lie. No, you right. You right. But what do you focus on? Because most people right now, there is a movie theater in your mind. And you are creating scenes. I mean, they detail too. You don't thought about how you ain't gonna go back to work, and you might your car might get repoed, and then your mama because you can't get to her, she probably gonna catch it, and then she might die, and then Lord, your baby, and your money's dwindling. Like you are creating scenes of all the things you don't want to happen, and then when you start to see some manifestations of that, I knew it. 
I knew it. I told you, yo. I told you. <laughs> you, you, you that, that's all you, baby. Salute yourself. Look at you, creator. That's how this works. And until we understand that the physical, this physical world is not it. Like, it's a reflection of what's it. But it ain't it. You got to pull out of the matrix. People don't even know. Like, when I talk about the transformation, you know, I, I literally pull myself out of the world, so to speak. Meaning, had opportunities to really take my business next level. I had opportunities, you know, to go back corporately and do things. And I had to silence all of that. I, I, I just, I felt like a person who had been sleepwalking my entire life. I didn't know what I thought about nothing. Yeah. It, it scared me one day because somebody was asking me about like feminism and some shit. And when I heard myself say it, I was like, you don't believe that? Why you say that? <laughs> like it, it scared me. Like, why would you say that? I was like, oh my God, why would I say that? Like it, like, look, who are you? What are you repeating? Do you even have a voice? Do you even know what you think yourself? Yeah. So a lot of people got mad. A lot of my family got in their feelings. But I, I had to put my, I had to take a sabbatical for myself. Self-isolation. So now, like right now, man, I'm having the time of my life. I love being home. Y'all like being home? Yeah. got to work on that if you don't. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a homebody in my dance self, I mean, so I'm not really... <laughs> You know, a good friend of mine that I work out with at the gym was like, man, I'm just checking on you. You know, you still, you social distancing. I was like, I was already doing that before this. So, yeah, I'm fine. Somebody somebody got a question. Victor Life, shout out to the homie. He said, I personally use cannabis as a vitamin. Thoughts? He said, uh, another one, he said, law of attraction. Let them, uh, Yatu Sabes, you already know. Um, yeah, he's, uh, any thoughts on cannabis? I guess as a vitamin or cannabis period. Any thoughts on cannabis? Well, I don't have a problem. So cannabis is an herb, right? We know that. Yeah. Um, it's my theory on it though. Once a good girl go mainstream, she gone forever. Uh. I, you know, it's a lot of. I don't like the production of what's happening. If you're growing your own, then you know, I guess that's fine. Um, but I don't trust what is being put in the mix. I've seen, you know, they can say that they're not doing GMO strands. They are lying. There is, you know, different practices of radiation usage to kill antimicrobial, like things that would be beneficial to you anyway. There's no need for you to be killing it. Right. So, um, the only problem that I have with, um, and it's not really a problem, but this is the way I look at things. It ain't a problem with doing nothing as long as you are master and it is slave. The moment it becomes master and you become slave, you got a problem. Uh. So if it's something that you can do, there are you do it intentionally, it serves a purpose for you. And it don't always have to be like spiritually intentional. Well, anything I think you do intentionally, you can call it spiritual, but it can be for whatever reason. As long as you're in control of that, there are people who now have become addicts and they can't stop. Like it's literally all day, every day. And maybe not all day. I would challenge anything that you do, anything. I don't care what it is. If it is in the driver's seat where it's controlling you more than you're controlling it, 
that that's that's the time we want to self-evaluate that's the time where we want to say whoa all right hold up because you don't want nothing running you more than you run you so right. that's my own thing with that it's so many herbs though like i know cannabis gets is, is big but it's like so many herbs um mm. antigens and things that you can can look up um yeah. so you got options I, like i said me personally um you know i haven't smoked in I mean, honestly, I did most of my smoking in high school, to be honest. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. But yeah, I really did. You know, once I had my daughter, you know, my, my perspective on certain things, um, you know, just changed. So Yeah, my take on marijuana is um it's better to eat it than to burn it. Well, that's what I was about to say. Also, too, it's a herb. You can do all sorts of things. You can eat it, you know, you can do a tea, you can and I don't know all of the property breakdown as far as, um, you know, the properties being soluble or not, but right. you got options. So yeah. smoking, yeah. I do understand the, the, the benefits of the herb itself and people in the medicinal um, usages that people have been able to have benefits from. I don't dispute those at all, but just, just, you know, like I said, just be in a driver's seat of that thing. Right. Don't become a pothead. So I got some more Corona questions. They said it's killing black people at a higher rate than we are at a higher percentage than we are as a population in America. I think, uh, what are we, 14% of the population or something like that? So I guess, you know, double that would be uh, 28%. So we're dying at a 28% rate, I guess is what they're saying, maybe close to 30%. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, on black people dying from the coronavirus? Well, well, one, I already know that most of the black people that's being seen, they're getting marked as corona patients, regardless. Some of them haven't even been tested. <clears throat> right. If they if they exhibit symptoms, and it's similar to what they did in Africa, and they've done it here in regard to HIV and AIDS, where you create case definitions, meaning you don't have to have a test, but if you exhibit, if your symptoms fall under this category, yeah, we'll just, we'll just call it a positive. Mm. So that's one part of it. Uh, another part of it is, um, we are, we are not well, we're not well. And it's not just from a physical aspect, which that is a, a big part of it, but emotionally we're not well, um, spiritually we're not well. So I'm not surprised and I think it was Louisiana who put out their numbers that the yeah. underlying causes with these people were was diabetes, heart disease, like all of the same issues, heart disease, kidney disease. So mm. going, that's what I should have said when you asked me about the red meat, like all of this protein. And people would dispute it all they want, but when your body is not eliminating as it should it wrecks havoc on your kidneys it's just a fact so um <clears throat> yeah the i'm not surprised by the numbers like i said i think the numbers are inflated of course but i know for a fact that we are sick and we are seeing the manifestation of that with people again who are already sick who are already, and because we are so misaligned with ourselves, oh, we all in the new. It doesn't take much to fear us. 
So the fear is going to get you. Guess which <clears throat> organ holds fear? Your kidneys. Uh. But worry, guess which one is that? Worry and sadness. Lungs. Uh. That, where are we seeing these issues? Lungs. Uh. And there was, I meant to pull this too. I didn't get a chance to go through it, but there was a study done about the patients from SARS, which is another strand of the coronavirus. Um, and what they found was that it was a link, a high number of those patients that had kidney issues. So it's the like, it's almost like, <laughs> you know, you riding on a spare. It just take one little, you know, little little piece in the road for that whole baby. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the car is already, the lights are already on. The oil <laughs> light is on. The engine light is on. And now when the shit finally breaks down, oh my god, I don't know what happened. I ain't changed the oil in twenty thousand miles, but this is this is what they they trying to kill us. Come on, man. So, so yeah, I think that we are, I know uh, uh, there's a tendency for us to, and, and rightfully so, go to, well, there's always discrepancy, you know, with Black Americans and um, healthcare and XYZ. But see, my problem with that concept is when you speak like that, you're, it's almost like you're implying that people would be healthier if they were going to the doctor and if they were listening to their doctor. But what I know is they'd be on more drugs. Uh, so, I mean, you know, machete in yeah. one hand, 380 in another. I don't know. I, I mean, what has to happen more than anything else? Um, the food, like, the physical is a facilitator. The The creation happens in the non-physical world, right? The spiritual realm. So when we start seeing things manifest, those things we come in contact, they're just facilitators. So whether we come in contact with a very nasty person, a person who takes advantage of us or abuses us, or whether we come in contact with food, it's just it's just a facilitator. Right. You, you got to get back to what is at the core. When people asked about old, like older people, old school folks, right? My grandma, my great, great, somebody, uncle, you know, they used to smoke every day and they used to this, this, that, or the other, and they ate pork and they lived to be a hundred years old. One, I'm not disputing how long they live. Um, two, I want to talk about the quality of life. Don't just give me a number. I want to know quality because I don't know what's the point of living to a hundred if 40 of those years you were in pain, hopping around, couldn't go anywhere, didn't experience life. Um, doctor appointment behind doctor appointment, like, I guess, I, I guess that's an improvement. But but there is something that I will say that some of them have mastered. And that's not giving a damn. Uh. Not giving a damn. Like, they have figured out whatever it is, whether Jesus gave them that or whether it was just their ability to just take life for what it was, there is power in being able to embrace life and not be at war with it. Our people in particular, we always on a fight, man. Like we we gearing up now. We now we about to fight over the election. So, you know, 
we're gonna pretend like Trump ain't gonna win. <laughs> and then we're gonna be mad and then we're gonna pretend like we all gonna move away because i ain't gonna stay here no more but you said that last election and you still here so <laughs> i'm just <laughs> i'm just saying focus if, if yeah. you could really shift focus into leave the fight like leave, leave just just for a moment like even if you want to come back to it just for a moment if you could leave all of that and do what? Focus back on self. What feels good to you? Like, what would happen if every person that you follow on social media who is talking about anything other than health, wellness, business, finances, um, success, healing. Now, of course, it's going to be a little bit sprinkled in there. There ain't no way you can, you know... Yeah. all the way down right but for the most part any person telling you that you need to be angry about something that you need to fight that you need to go protest that you need to do that like if you just eliminated all of that out of your life give me about three months three months give me give me just give me hey 30 days let's start there don't don't, don't ask three months bro damn 30 <laughs> days let's start <laughs> let's start there what would happen if i started paying attention to me what do I have going on? What do I really want for my life? What would I like it to look like? What if I stopped talking to people who in my family who said things like, well, you know, they're running our family. Well, you know, they're running our family. Well, you know no, I should, that's, I got another shirt that says, yeah, it ran in my family until it ran into me. Oh, over. It's done. All right. I don't care what done ran and ran and ran. Like what would happen if you stopped listening to that? But see, then you got to stop talking to your mama. And I know you ain't going to do that now, are you? Because uh. because I'm under the belief that when you really bout it, like when you just so engulfed in wanting to live your truth and seeking the truth, anybody is eligible for the chopping block, even your mama. You can still mm. go. And if she really love you, she's going to respect it. But anything that is hindering your ability to see yourself, to love yourself, to be at some point at ease. It don't mean it's like that 24 seven, but getting back to self, like what are the practices that I can do? Like before I get on the phone and talk about somebody else, before I have a, like, this is what I challenge myself to do. Like you no longer can have opinions, right? I do, I do not want this, this is how I was talking to myself. I do not want to see you comment on nothing else about politics. I do not want to see you comment nothing else about no celebrity and what they doing. And I don't want to see you comment like anything that did not directly feed and speak life into me was dismissed. Uh. Some of it took more practice than other. Don't matter. Don't matter, baby. But that is how you turn your attention from the world. I would say turn the television off of the television ain't a problem anymore. Like we got a device on us notifications. We like, it don't even have to notify us. Like it, we've already programmed. I said, it's a trigger. Like every 30 minutes, like we check and we check and boom, boom, boom. So what helped me clean up my body, clean up my body, clean up my mind. My this body. is a good, this is a good time to talk about your, the, the, the your church and, and, and and what made you kind of turn away from that? You know, what was the final straw that said, you know what? Y'all niggas on some bullshit. 
<laughs> but then when I was a little kid sitting in church, I remember it was a little country, small, like I'm from the country, but my grandma lived in a more country or country city town than I did. And I just remember sitting, it was like the third row from the back, no, from the front. And Pastor got to talking about hell. And I was like, man, I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> I think that's what scarred me right there. <laughs> that install, that, do you want to install now? Boop. <laughs> so what did like i i was in like i don't I, 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 some people might hear my story and say well yeah you won't never know real believer anyway you didn't never know no no I, I believe this thing like i i, I believed it with everything in me like i did until i didn't <laughs> I, I just remember i hit this period where it's hard to describe but i felt like I felt like my prayers weren't going up. Like, like I felt like, like, what you doing? I never felt that before. Like, every time I was engulfed in it, right? I wanted to, you know, I need to do better. And at this time, right before it happened, I'm telling you, I had, I had kicked it into fourth gear. So I was oh. reading more, studying more, praying more, doing all of those things. <sighs> and I, after I did that 40 day, I did that 40 day Daniel diet. And I set an intention to open my mind to the truth. My spirit led me to start researching. Uh-huh. Because common sense is not approved in religion. And asking questions is not approved in religion. You don't get to ask questions. All right. You just take what is this we've been said that's been said. And the rest, as my mama used to say, some things you ain't meant to understand, baby. That's it. <laughs> So me with a desire to really, really be about it, I was like, okay, I got to do my due diligence. People are asking questions. I think they have the right to answer these questions, right? Just about just, you know, people starting to wake up and they want to know, what about this? What about this? So I'm researching. So my spirit was like, well, let's, let's go back. Let's research the early church. Let's just research history. Like in the beginning, it wasn't no great spiritual revelation. It was just common sense. Like, let me go back to learn what was the culture at that time? What was going on? What brought us to this moment? And then I started to learn Christ was not a name. <laughs> it was a title. Yeah. I was like, oh, snap. And I, But I wasn't supposed to be reading this because anything that doesn't fall in line well, what is the established view? You don't, you don't supposed to read that girl, the devil trying to get your mind. <laughs> Anything, anytime you use common sense, that's the devil. Girl, the devil trying to get, don't you let the, the enemy fool you. <laughs> so I wasn't supposed to be reading this, but I just read it on my own. So yeah. I'm sifting through like, and I'm learning about there were more than one Christ. I'm like, what the hell? So it's just a pause initially, like, yeah. so then I go deeper and I, I, I can't trust just one source. Right. Do some cross-referencing here to see, did this cat, was, wait a minute, what is, does this cat really exist? Because at first it was, well, he existed, but they've skewed the story. He never told anybody to worship him. Right. He never told anybody to consider him his their God, so to speak. 
Right. Then it went to. Wait a minute. Uh, this ain't about no man. This is about consciousness. Uh-huh. <laughs> this text is not about physical events. Even if you want to sprinkle some in there, even if you can tie some of those back. No, this is ancient, esoteric, metaphysical text. So when I start looking at the words of meaning, I mean, the meanings of words and what Christ really meant, and I start diving into consciousness, see, because I couldn't explain why God in a Bible would be killing babies. I couldn't explain that. I, I can't, you trying to tell me because he's a God of wrath, but yet he's a God of love. He, he loved me so much. He died for me, but, and then he gave me free will, but then he also said, if you don't do what I said, I'm going to kill you. I'm <laughs> love you because I love you so much. Because I love yeah. you. Like, none of those stories didn't make sense. And to just simply say, well, you know, um, the times were different then. That was, no, it wasn't enough for me. Like, how do you explain a loving God? How do you explain, you know, girls, I mean, children and like rapes and like the, if anybody ever read the Old Testament, there's some things that went down, like <laughs> according to them, right? So when I started put, as I opened up my mind to see, oh, this is not literal. That's that's what made it make sense. Like, oh, snap. Of course. Now it makes sense because you can't make it make sense unless you're just a little psychotic to try to justify all of these stories of this so-called gracious and loving God. He loved you so much. But if you don't do what he say, he's sending your ass to hell. (laughs) Because he loves you. Yeah. And man, once I tapped into that, the world of conscious awareness, it, yeah. Like everything started to make sense. So you talking about sort of like a hermetic philosophy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. you studied the hermetics. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And, it, and it's, it's a, you know, it's a rabbit hole. You know, you, you go from this to that and you're trying, you're still trying to process. You're still trying to, and I wasn't judging anything. You know, I was just open in the beginning. I didn't come to a definitive decision. I need people to know that. I didn't just come across one thing and say, oh, that's it. No, it. this was months and years, like just going through, piecing this together and putting kind of like, oh, I'm still not sure about that. I'm certain that this is what this is now, but this one, I don't know. I got I to gotta, I gotta see a little bit more. I need more clarity on that. And it was just constant until I was like, oh my God, this makes sense. So the world as a whole, man, man, they they pulled off a hell of man. You talking about the mafia? The damn church is the mafia. What they've been able to pull uh. off? My God! I mean, game. Wow, wow. I got you. You got to. Yeah, it. you think so? You got to respect the gangster. I mean, I don't respect it. I mean, you know, people all the the death that's associated. It's just it's um interesting how. That was one of the things that bothered me with religion. It was very little love. It was very little love. Uh, a lot of judgment. It was a lot of facades, um, pretending. It was, and that bothered me because I wanted to be real. 
I, I did generally, I knew I had some stuff with me, but true transformation was important to me. And I didn't just want to look like I had it going on. I didn't just want look like, oh girl, yes, uh, you doing this and that. Like, no, I wanted it to be real. And I, and I wasn't seeing that. And it wasn't from me being judgmental. Like I literally spent over 20 years in the church. And this is just me watching from a child to an adult that if I got to live like this and I got to treat people like this to claim I love them, I'm, I'm good because I've met some of the most loving people in the world and they don't, they don't subscribe to any religion. Right. And I've also met some of the most shitty people in the world and they boy, God is my savior. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that once that, we have to do a whole nother show just on lifting poverty consciousness because that was, to me, took more work than me getting my health together. Like the poverty mindset. That poverty mindset of lack. And, and fear is tied into there too. But me really shifting to know that I'm taken care of, that I am connected to an abundant source, that there is nothing that anything outside of me can do that can penetrate this realm of protection and covering that I have. And that I'm like the idea that food could run out, like get out of here. That's what people who want to jack up your food and, and create crap in a lab tell you. When have the, every example in nature, you see abundance, abundance, go and grow a tree right now, orange tree, apple tree, whatever. You think you're going to have just enough for your family? No. They just keep falling. They just keep <laughs> just abundance everywhere. And you're going to have to give it away. You don't have to give it away. <laughs> so ah, yeah. it's magical how all the pieces come together and how as cleaning up my body, begin to sharpen my mind, the fog, you know, from my glasses, me starting to see different, but then the alignment, like, damn, this is really, I'm, I'm greater than this body. Like I really am this divine being shoot. And then everything else in life begins to fall in line. That's what seek ye first the kingdom means. It don't mean no kingdom. This be so fascinating. Cause I'd be wondering the church people actually read the Bible themselves or do they just catch the verses that, you know, doing Sundays that their pastor tell them. <clears throat> I believe it's Luke 17, 21, I believe. They asked Jesus, uh, how will we know, right? When the return is, how do we know? What will be the sign that the kingdom has come? He said, you won't be able to look high or low, right? You won't be able to recognize the kingdom coming because the kingdom is within. That's his words. Yo, that's his words. So seek ye first the kingdom has everything to do with your own inner wisdom, your conscience. Once you seek, and this is what I this is why I wasn't afraid. Like people had mad jokes, like what Rook doing? You know, it looked like I was going backwards just financially for a long time. But I knew, baby, lay the foundation. If you lay the foundation strong, but you ain't gotta you ain't gonna have to trip over no money. The money gonna come. You ain't you just trust me. I knew if I, and see, and this is why it lets me know watching right now, people ain't never been through nothing. Like you actually are in a home. You got air or AC, you know, or heat, whatever you would like. You got electricity, you're watching television, you got the internet, 
and you would think people are in jail. You would think they were in prison in China uh, doing manual labor right now. And I'm not talking about those people who, you know, some people are really like stressed just for, you know, other things that are happening right now. But I'm just saying many of us, the fact that we are in our home, there is no level of appreciation. And I'm really trying to emphasize with everything in me, if you want immunity for yourself, if you want immunity for your life, your health, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, financial, you, you cannot get that without being at peace with life you can't mm. and if you can please do a case study of yourself and send it to me because I, I love to hear hear about it <laughs> I haven't been able do you, to do it or see it but i would love to hear about it do you believe in the intuition intuition yeah uh, absolutely yeah i'm a firm believer in the intuition oh, absolutely. i i oh, man i have um <laughs> I remember me, me and my me and my sister got into a little thing, and you know, I was I was checking her on some things because that's what I do. I I, I hold people accountable, and I expect them to hold me accountable. You in my circle, it's your privilege to be in my circle. So, you know, I was checking on some things like this is unacceptable, right? And she threw a jab at me, right? What she thought was a jab, what she thought what would it was it was it was personal, and it's something that you know had hurt me in the past, right? And I laughed and I was like, I need you to know, ain't nothing you can say to offend me or hurt me. See, I put myself through hell and back. So when you voluntarily hold your ass to the fire, you ain't moved by no stuff going on in society. Like you're not, you're not tripping on that. Like you, this is why you gotta be doing the work. This is why you can't be running away when Listen, I get it. People are are interesting nowadays. But everybody just want to run from one person to another. I, I, I can't deal with that relationship. I can't deal with this job. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. No one wants to deal with anything. So we just run, run, run. No, some things you need to sit with and ask yourself, why did I call this experience into my life? What is it for me to learn now? This is the opportunity right now. Like if we think about what's happening right now, because I believe all things come together. All things work together for good. All things capital A-L-L. If what comes out of this is that you start taking your health more seriously, if what comes out of this is that you start managing your finances better, you start saving, you start being more gangster with your money and creating more streams of income, if what comes out of this is you release the level of fear that you have when you are um, engaging with nature and life in general, was that not a win? Absolutely. Was it not a win? Like we claim we're religious and spiritual but nobody believes in like dying don't nobody want to die so we trip over death and that's not to disregard anybody's death right common sense however souls are choosing you are choosing right you don't get to decide when a soul decides to transition up out of here mm -hmm. you don't get to decide in what manner you don't get to decide what's a tragic death you don't get to decide that so the death is the death. It's just what it is. That soul got to upgrade. They out. You know, so in the midst of all of what's happening, it depends on how, what angle you want to look at it at. Everything is unfolding exactly the way it's supposed to. And we are all calling and creating different things for our lives. And some of us are ready to transition up out of here. 
on a spiritual level, we are ready and we are, and ain't nothing you can do about that. And you can cover your face. You can go out here and get these vaccines. Like, you know, you got to be at this point, so many people have put their life on the line. People like to say, you ain't voting. You ain't voting all the people that died. You know how many people died to bring the truth? You know how many people jeopardized their livelihoods and their families for bringing the truth? Why don't you respect that? Why don't you put as much interest and power into that? Like, man, you, they, they you know, I don't even want to go down. I don't want to go down the road of our people and how many of us are pushing mainstream medicines. They are pushing vaccines. They're the main ones taking their little sponsorship money, telling you to use Dove and Johnson and Johnson and all these other products that we know have caused cancer. It's be careful who you listen to. And I definitely ain't telling you, listen to me. I never tell you, listen to me, listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. I don't Uh. want anybody to listen to me. What I know is, um, I need me to listen to me. You need you to listen to you. That's it. That's yeah. It. How you feel about how you feel about the vaccines? Man, when I start going down that rabbit hole, um, again, it comes down to common sense, and <laughs> it just amazes me. And this is me assessing me. The passion that I speak, in which I speak, is because I speak to three people. Whenever I'm speaking, okay. I'm speaking to three people, former me, current me, future me. So when I think about where I was, I remember when we talk about intuition, I give you a good example. I remember taking my daughter to get her first shots and everything in me said that that baby shouldn't be getting three vaccines in one of her legs. Uh-huh. Everything in me said it. And I asked and they gave me some, you know, oh, it's fine. This, this, that, or the other. I remember them giving me the little, the little piece of paper. And I'm reading the side effects. And they go over and they're like, oh, well, that normally doesn't happen. Maybe a slight fever. Fever. What did we say fever was for? Yeah. Fever the body to kill. Huh. Yeah. Okay. But I remember everything in me as a woman, as a mother. But what did I do? My authority was in the white coat. That's who I had put my faith in. That was my God. So I disregarded internal me, that internal wisdom, that internal knowing. And I just, I just sat there and allowed him to do it. And I remember I only allowed her to get the flu shot one time. She was, um, and I didn't even go researching it then. Like even with me feeling like that, you know, I didn't go research. I, I just was reading the paper and I was just like, man, I don't, mm. but I thought, I thought this is what I've been told. So this is, this is the advice you listen to the doctors. But I remember we, it was, or she was six months. And even after the, like, I didn't make sense. Like it's a flu, like a cold. Like, why would you get a, why would you need to get a shot for that? Like ignorant me now, I had my daughter when I was 19. So 20, somewhere in there, 20, I think. Yeah. So, but I just like everything in me was just like, why would she D? Why would she need a flu shot? Why? And that was the last one that I let her get. But uh, did anything bad happen when she took those three shots to the leg? Well, it's interesting when you say that because I hear people say things like, "We've been taking flus for flu shots for a long time and we've been fine." See, she didn't. She didn't have seizures. No. 
she didn't have anything that would be considered like really critical but what she did have was reoccurring ear infections she went through periods where she would have little crying spells and i ain't talking about you know how a baby cries like almost as if someone was pinching her mm. i didn't know you know what i mean like i'm not yeah. making any connection to that right looking for maybe a rash or you know what the little symptoms they had up there that were minor that they had listed of course they don't list all the things that's actually on the damn insert did i say insert again y'all better check out yeah. the inserts um <laughs> so I didn't recognize that, you know, reoccurring, just real. I mean, it was to the point where I finally had to stop allowing, I've stopped taking her to the doctor because mm. wellness checks became, let's give you more drugs. Let's give you more shots. That's all it right. became. And they try to tell you that, you know, you're not being a good parent because you're not keeping up with whatever I can buy my own weight. All right. I can measure, I can do whatever. I'm not bringing you back, back in here in because she kept having these, reoccurring ear infection and I would come back they give her another antibiotic I go back okay maybe we need a stronger one it was like okay you've given me four different antibiotics uh, I'm not giving her anymore and that was right. the beginning of me starting to research other natural options like it has to be something else to give this baby um and she wasn't a baby then once I got into like natural health and healing but it didn't make sense to keep giving like all of the children's Motrin and Tylenol. And now years later, we, oh, they come out and say, oh, it's actually very bad. You shouldn't give it, you know, it caused all sorts of inflammation in the body. Here's the thing, people, because I love when people say, where's the study? If you think that you need a study, if you got to wait for a study for things that should be common sense, you and your family going to be sick and or dead. <laughs> again students if you want to be a student of life and learning go down that rabbit hole go down and see how the studies work and who are funding the studies and how they are manipulated like it's a game people and i think that attachment is what was more transformative in my life than anything else because in order for me to really step into this thing I had to destroy myself. I had to destroy the world as I knew it. Everything that I thought was true, I mean, it was a it was a hard reboot. Like I had to just wipe it. Yeah. That scares people. And it's hard to do when you have when you haven't supported your body and your mind in a way that won't cause you to lose your damn mind. Because people do lose their mind. And right. I, we see a lot of that with very talented like cele celebrities and artists. Um, they haven't figured out that sweet spot between being really gifted and tapped into their natural self versus yeah. trying to live and navigate the earthly realm. And a lot right. of them, you see the drugs, you see the alcohol, all, you know, coping mechanisms. Yeah. To really be about this life, you got to put your ass on fire. I mean, literally that whole burning you to a crisp and, you know, yeah. the, the Phoenix rising, um, rising from the ashes. It really is that type of thing. When I think about what was the one question that changed it, you start saying like, when I started like thinking about religion and going deeper in that, I asked myself one question because it was scary. Now, I can tell you that. What if I'm wrong? Mm, yeah what if everything that i believe about life what if everything i've been taught about health and wellness 
What if what I'm eating is impacting me? What if the people I've been listening to are some dumbasses? What if ain't nobody coming? What if the savior ain't coming? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, it shook me, like, because I was one of those educated fools who thought I knew, who thought, like, you know, I was the one who was, man, I was still, shit, I had so many transformations. I'm going to tell you what got me out of the um <laughs> the revolution. Uh-oh. What got me out of the, you know, we need to go fight. We need a den. <laughs> After uh, Mike Brown. <clears throat> Me too. After Mike Brown. I'm telling you, I was in. I'm, I should have got fired. I was teaching at my alma mater um, when the thing happened with Jenna Six. Okay. And the things that I was sending out to my coworkers, I should have got fired. They should have fired my ass. <laughs> when I think back on the stuff that I was teaching, <laughs> they really should have fired my ass. But anyway, the, the Mike Brown thing, that was such an emotional this is why you gotta welcome the emotional shifts the things that spin you out of control the things that are so frustrating and just like let it oof yeah we don't know how to feel no more and it's hard it's it's hard when you drug addicts people gotta i don't know what what you gotta do well i do know what you gotta do but cleaning up your body is so powerful it's such a spiritual act of love what what about the Mike Brown incident? Oh called yeah, the- yeah. Keep, keep me on track. Okay, so so I'm right outside of DC. I'm not far. About okay, minutes. and I remember they were having a it was marching, and I was like, I'm going. Try to get a friend of mine to go. Now, just a little context. I've always been a little like a little scary ass. You know, just about venturing out to places by myself um, and doing things like that. So I had just moved. I was originally from North Carolina. So I had just moved to this area. Not even when this happened. It wasn't long. I don't even know if it had been a year. Okay. So I was just in, boy. When your emotions get you going, boy, you stupid. I swear. What are... What is it? Fear, <laughs> fear, and doubt. And, uh, doubt. Doubt. Yeah, that's what shuts down the common sense. That's what shuts down that intuition where you just disregard it. it right. You just totally all the red flags are here. You just, can't see it. Can't see it. Nope. Yeah. So I made it up in my mind that I was going. So and I thought <laughs> my husband was pissed. Like, he was pissed. Because uh, I was going by myself. Okay. And I had just decided I'm going. And my daughter, um, I don't know, my stepson might have been home with her. I don't remember. But I was like, this this listen, you gotta if you don't stand for nothing, you gonna fall for anything. No, I'm going down here with the people. So yeah. I'm not really familiar with DC at the time. <clears throat> and if you ain't never been to DC, boy, this that's one of those. And maybe it's just me. You gotta turn the music down. Like, okay, what the hell? Yeah. One big ass circle, lights everywhere. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not used to lights that are this way. Like, I'm looking like, what the hell? So anyway, long story short, so I find the place right after I got. No, I don't want to say duped because I ain't get duped. I allowed myself to get drawn in, right? Because uh. this shit started on social media. 
It's talking right. on Twitter, I believe. Like, this is the next place. And I'm like, oh, I'm close. I'm going. So I find, I park in the neighborhood. Find a, I, was this Black Lives Matter? I don't think Black Lives Matter was like, like full. I don't know. It was like, not there yet. Okay. I don't think it was full fledged like that then. All right. But I remember the group. So I parked, finally found a place, finally found a park, which is hell. Right. So I don't really know where to go. Right. I don't know. Again, I don't know nothing about the city and I'm by myself. And I'm venturing, I'm looking, I find the people, and it looks like whatever gathering they've had, they've already dispersed. I'm like, hey, this bit. Okay. Well, then another group starts up and they got the bullhorn and the signs and they don't stop. What was it? Something. Hands up. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Hands up. And I was like, yeah. And I'm just walking with them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hands up. Don't shoot. Like, you really think you're doing something, you little dumbass. So I don't realize. (laughs) When I look back at myself, I want to slap the the, like my mama said, I just slap the taste out your mouth. I don't realize. Hold up. I don't realize <laughs> that I'm marching with these people miles. Like they were trying to go to the White House or so wherever we were. We was a couple miles back. Uh. The sun is coming down. I don't realize I got to walk my dumb ass back. Oh, wow. It doesn't trigger in my mind. Again, yeah. consciousness is <laughs> nowhere to be found. So. <laughs> We go on one of the, I don't remember what building, you probably saw the picture floating around. There was, it's a large building and it had tons of steps and the police were there blocking. You couldn't get any closer to the White House. It was the furthest they were going to let you go. So everybody, you know, lined up on the steps, put up their little black power signs. Hell no, we won't go. Hands up, don't shoot. All the little chants, right? Until they couldn't chant. We couldn't chant no more. When that shit went down, I was like, damn. I didn't realize I gotta walk back to my car. I don't even remember where I parked. <laughs> so I had to Google where I initially thought that I was going and try to find my way back to my car, right? And I had yeah. to play it cool because now DC is a lot different now. So I saw a little white girl walking, so I figured I was fine. I was like, okay, all right, I should be okay. So <laughs> So, the white folks say it's got to be safe. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, just, just be cool, baby. Just be cool. Just be cool. Just follow. And so Google walks me back and I finally find a car, right? I finally walk back, back. I walk back. I didn't All in miles? Nobody. It was oh. like three, was it like three miles? Like, and I couldn't, and I wasn't going to dare text my husband because. He was already pissed. Now, later, right. he gave me his assessment that he was like, you know, I wasn't there. Anything could have happened to you. You know, yeah. you didn't think about the family. You didn't think about nobody but yourself because you're trying to go save the world. And I was yeah. pissed at his ass at the time. Like, how dare you? Like, you you, you don't, you ain't figured out what you're willing to die for. And, you know, yeah. all this little silly emotional shit, right? Yeah. But he was right. He was 100% right. I got back in the car, finally got out of the city, got back on the interstate. And I swear to you, I swear to you, I'm not exaggerating. I was like this. <laughs> you know, the music was on. And it's in, in, in slow motion, the smile came down. Like slow. Uh, my spirit said to me, as clear as I'm speaking to you, now what? Uh, 
Now what? You done did all of that? <laughs> Got you a little emotional high? Now what? I turned the music off. I just, I rolled the rest of the way home. Like, <laughs> I didn't have no answer. Uh. You done did all of that. Because somebody else hyped you up and you thought, you know, listening to other people and allowing other people to get your emotions going. You didn't think about no end game. You didn't think about what's the purpose here? What's the intention here? Why am I here? What will come out of this? Nope. Just pure emotions. Yeah. And that was what changed. That's what shifted. Like, I said to myself, damn, I got to get it together. That was my (laughs) lesson in you ain't going to be nothing until you get your emotions in check. That that was my lesson. But when I tell you that smile came down, like, you stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't accomplished shit today. You did a whole lot of a whole lot of work. Accomplished nothing. What'd you say? What's that tweet you like to put out? Who'd you give your energy to today? Like all of my energy. Like a person who like you sick right now. Like my money won't even like where it needed to be. Yeah. And you down somewhere. You don't know where you are by yourself, like can't protect yourself. You know, my husband's like, what if something would have happened to you? Like our entire family is disrupted because <clears throat> you want to go and walk with your hands up. Yeah. Because you wanted to pretend like you were making a difference. And this is this is so critical to me because we're not looking at what we're doing and why. And we are giving our energy. You you people will have to I have a, a master class about how to really heal the body of anything. And it goes more into depth about the energy force. This is why we go to the energy foods. We go to the electrical foods. Look up Dr. Royal Rife. And anybody who's not mainstream, they're gonna always be called, they're gonna be a fraud, they're gonna be uh quack they're gonna be whatever but the same yeah. thing happened to him that happened to tesla his work his creations stolen and destroyed but he created huh. a frequency machine that was able to determine the frequencies of foods and our body's frequency uh, a healthy body that the body has to be at a lowered frequency to even get a disease this is why i keep telling you that the food is very important but don't underestimate how you're living in your mind because emotions fear worry doubt they lower your life force and the higher the up the appreciation the gratitude love so you know this is when you're like talking about me like what 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 frequent when I look at connecting to things that are electrical, things that are are of a higher frequency, those electromagnetic things, those fruits, those vegetables, those things that come from the earth, those things that have been fed by the sun, those are the things that I want in my body. Right. What was the question? Um What's the name? Uh Victor Life, thank you. He said, What's your life path number? um eight she's an eight eight he gg 33 so he's gonna say eight means money that means you're gonna be rich oh, oh, oh baby it's done baby it's done. <laughs> I'm selling for nothing less than a couple million i ain't selling for nothing and i say a couple i mean like uh, i don't mean like two like yeah. and 
that used to make me cringe. I couldn't even say that was an affirmation I couldn't say. Let me drop y'all a real, some real game right here. When it comes to these affirmations, you gotta, you gotta ease your way into the things that you believe. You, you can't jump out there and say, "I believe." I no, not believe. I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, um, this month. You don't believe that. And what you do is you send off the emotion that I don't have that. How in the world could I make that? Girl, you ain't never had that. Who are you? To, you broke. Have you seen your bank, your bank account? Like, you got to ease your way into the things that you really do believe and work your way from there. So yeah. I, I couldn't say I'm a, I am a millionaire. In the beginning, I couldn't write that as an affirmation. I am a millionaire. It would make me cringe. Yeah. But now, nigga, boy, I'm, if, if we need to be seen, if we need an example of how to ball, spiritual ballers, because I don't get with this whole poor is righteous. I don't know where we got that from. Such a contradiction. Yeah. Um, I dispute the fact that you are healthy and well and poor. I, those three don't go together. Yeah, yeah. So how do you how do you train people to find that inner voice? You know, that intuitive voice that we, some people have ignored it for so long that they don't recognize it or it's just a whisper or they can't tell the difference between that voice and the voice in the back of their mind. How do you, how do you coach people into that? Well, the first thing is all, we always trying to clean the body first. Okay. Because, um, parasites, parasites is one. I think people underestimate the chemical effect that processed foods, um, dyes, coloring, all these are neurotoxins. And yeah, dealing with the brain. Dealing with the brain. And so the first thing, if I was doing anything, and this is what I asked myself, okay, well, what did you do first? And what I did first was I didn't automatically just transform my thoughts. Yeah. I didn't even know how to do that. The first thing I did was let me clean up my body. Yeah. Let me get that. Like, let me increase this energy. And th this is what really illness is all about. This is why acupuncture works. This is why all types of energetic healing, because it is about a flow. When there's stagnant energy in the body, this is when you see pain. This is when you see disease. So we want to clean the body to the best of our ability. We have been wrecking havoc. Somebody, and my, uh, I think it was my sister asked me, she was like, well, how much more are you trying to do just in regard to me cleansing? I was like, I've only really been seriously, like deeply cleansing, like for five years. But I went hard in the paint for over 20. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, for a long time. So yeah. the body is magnificent in how it is able to create this balance and it is able to push things here and store things there to keep you alive. Yeah. So step number one, clean the body. How do I think that's, that's, that's true because when I had my spiritual awakening, what preceded that was my health awakening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and once I cleaned up my diet, I was a different person completely. Oh. oh, it just opens. It really opens your eyes up to me. For me, it was, I started questioning things that I never questioned before. Yeah. I started to think about things that I never thought about before. And yeah. 
the more I did it, the, my gut was jacked. And anybody who doesn't think parasites are real, um, I don't know what to tell you. Do a cleanse and watch them fall out your ass. I mean, I got pictures. You can Google Google me on. I mean, not I keep saying Google on um, <laughs> Twitter. Project Rook, look up um, parasites. I posted some pictures because yeah. I used. I'm fat. I was fascinated. Some people just flush it, you know, and just. But I wanted to see. Let me see what's coming up out of me. What's been up in there? Yeah. And it's not just the parasites, though. This goes back to the same concept with bacteria. Why are they there? Right. You have to have an environment conducive to their growth and their uh, production for them to continually lay eggs. Like you're supposed to come in contact with things and they're supposed to be able to be eliminated. All those that you don't need. Right. So that me cleaning up, man, I just can't. I, the stuff that I saw coming out of me was like, no wonder you can't think. Like, do you find it fascinating? that so it's three things like people can't sleep. People have no energy and they lack the ability to focus. Everybody need a brain something and a brain something. If you ever ask why, what is going on? Like your brain is sharp, right? The computers are a mirror of you. So what is happening on the inside when you lack focus and you lack concentration? You lack even ideas. This is why I rep so hard for health and wellness because I believe it's the foundation for everything. You know how many ideas I have come up with since I've been in a healthy mindset? Like yeah. it just come like, oh, what about what it just wasn't there before? Like it was a constant mental fog. Yeah. So that part of what am I putting in my diet? And even if you are not looking to do like a drastic change of everything, you gotta know you can't eat fast food every day. You can't eat processed food every day. You know, yeah. like this is just some common sense. You know that you need some fruits and vegetables in your life. You know you need water. Like I, I'm amazed at how many people don't drink water. Yeah. Like you, you get up, you drink coffee, and then there's soda, and then there, you know, the lattes, and then there's the juice, the juice, and <laughs> like the Hawaiian, like the gangster juice too. The Hawaiian punches. You know, the one that's gonna really give you the diabetes. <laughs> you know, you could, you know, squeeze some. <clears throat> no, I don't want none of that. Or store bought orange juice. And this is what we, and look at the kids. Look at the kids. Look, look at them overweight. Look at them, you know, childhood diabetes. And they're running all over. You think kids are just off the chain for no reason? You don't think there's a connection between their behavior and the foods that they're eating? Of course there are. Of course it is. Um, again, these neurotoxins are serious in how they destroy nerves in the <clears throat> nerve cells in the body and i think it should be criminal any doctor who's giving children hormones especially hormone altering drugs man you don't f around with your hormones you just do not f around with your hormones that that's oh. your chemical messaging system that that controls everything and to give this to children man it's, it's a bad science project gone wrong and we're going to see we're going to see the ramifications of it. I mean, we already are, but on a larger scale to just right. start giving children. I mean, I was amazed that they were giving like four-year-olds ADHD medicines. You know, none of yeah. these things, no one knows, right? No one outside of common sense we know, but the effects on a developing body, a developing brain, a developing nervous system, 
and we see children just, oh, yeah, 17, they've shot up the school. But Rook, that has nothing to do with that. Trump, it's, it's because of him. Okay. <laughs> you would think that the world, the United States was just a perfect place of peace before Trump became president. <laughs> you would think it. Because everything like is blaming on, you know, it's because of this. I can't wait. I actually am a little fascinated to see after his next four years what the new blame will be, because there will be a new one. And there's always something else. This this is why you gotta pull out of it. Cause they dragging you along. Like you don't even have time to think about your health. You don't have time to think about you know something I thought about. Cause I think about you know, the black community. And I think about my family. Do you know how many years we spent in church? Uh, Do you know how much money we spent? Do you know what we could have been doing and studying and building in those years? uh, That's a lot of time and a lot of money, man. uh, That's a lot of time. I think about, I think about that. Like, like how you think about that. I think about the amount of time black men spend watching sports. Oh, well, yeah, that too. That's the, yeah, that too. Like your whole Sunday is done. Mm-hmm. Like there's no nation building on Sundays. Forget that. Well, and it wouldn't be as bad if, you know, the other days were of some use. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you've already given away your Monday through Friday. Right. You've already you've already done that. You've that's that's gone. Yeah. And <sighs> now you got Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, Saturday you gonna party. Right. You need a relief. Now I need to leave from, because I did everything that I didn't want to do this week. So before I know it, Monday rolls around again. And before I know it, five years has passed and 10 years has passed. And I look at my life and I say, the hell have I been doing? Yeah. You don't. Most of the time you run to the church because you need Jesus to soothe your mind so that you won't feel like a real loser. (laughs) People feel, and, and those of us who are not familiar with, you know, some of the black culture you may not understand what we're saying here but trust me that it's the badge of honor that's who the black community ranks high is you know once you got a religious title you have made it you are you are blessed and highly favored <laughs> watch the movie the banker and um as he went to get into the community he had a community meeting he was trying to get the leaders in the community to you know speak to to reach the rest of the, the rest of um, the community as a whole, and it was all a room full of pastors. Mm. And my only question is, where I keep hearing you say it happened because they took the church out or the schools and the this and the that. I got it. I got. I heard it. But where is the evolution like what it's the same thing about the doctors giving the pill like when does your prescription actually help you when yeah does your because you know we can talk about pastors and their money and everything else i don't necessarily have a problem with you having money i don't have a problem with you having money um and people who are stupid enough to give it to you when they ain't got it that ain't my problem yeah. however you don't find it odd that he ain't dropping a little bit of game to show you how to get some money yeah like let's all we can't all eat yeah like i no like my car is the the hubcap is off and the window won't go up <laughs> you don't got a new bentley <laughs> like how does that make sense and i yeah. used to say what was told to me well you know the god the bible said to take care of god's servant well if he's a servant, what are you 
Yeah. You know what I mean? If he's a servant, if he's a or she is a chosen one, what are you? Yeah. You you don't serve a purpose. You didn't even you don't even need to be here. I mean, you know, not to say it in that way, but I'm like, what is what is your purpose here? Yeah. Your entire everything is about worshiping somebody else and putting somebody else on a pedestal. Then why exactly does your great and wonderful God put you here? Oh. These are just questions. I, I just yeah. if we, if we yeah. and I keep harping on this point because I just think people underestimate how your beliefs are the root of the fruit that you bear. <laughs> it, it is or not bear. It, it is. You have to look at what is it that I believe about life? What is it that I believe about money? What is it that I believe about God's will? Like, do I, I believe that this God will for me to be sick? Cause that's the only way he can teach me a lesson. Right. Do I really believe that? And if I do believe that, what does that really say about me? When I say yeah. I'm a God fearing man and a God fearing woman. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. What does that mean? <laughs> like, yeah. what, what is that really saying? Because if you understand your Jesus words, ye are gods. Revelations. So you fear yourself? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just asking. I just ask questions. Uh Victor Life said the sun is a source to feed our bodies with electricity. That's why people's sun gaze is sun feed. I agree. I, yeah. I um there's something I do. Um and uh <laughs> Whenever I have a, an infection or some sort of throat issue, right? You know, sore throat, whatever. I go outside, I open my mouth to the sun mm-hmm. a few times a day. Just let the sun hit it. I drink water and I let the sun hit it. Let the sun, I get, it's not burning it, but I let the sun do, do its thing. Mm-hmm. I let the sun do its thing. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that, you know, how powerful the sun is. There's even uh, books uh on uh after defecation the sun is your toilet paper <laughs> point your ass to the sun for people that don't understand right right <laughs> you know um the sun's is the sun is a cleanser a disinfectant it is powerful and i was looking up pictures from i think i did the 1950s or the 1960s i wanted to see like beach pictures you mm. see people out and about and none of them have sunglasses on mm. like our way of living is so out of ordinary it's, it's so out of you don't even find overweight people either oh. if you go look at old photos and old pictures you don't find overweight people you know it's so amazing when we that's why when we say it's it runs in my family well, well i want to know who did it start with because <laughs> we need to check them like what was going on but the pictures are there are as, as evidence we were out nobody was slathering on all this toxic ass cancer causing sunscreen this this is the quote-unquote flu season anyway right yeah the same people that complain about getting sick and the flu are the main ones during the summertime who don't get out in the sun mm. they avoid the sun how do you how do you avoid the sun how is that possible like and i did this experiment um on my husband because he listens to me sometimes for the most part 
<laughs> but sometimes not. And he used to break out on his arms. And it's uh. the peak of the summer, he would break out. And his, I believe somebody in his family does also. So, of course, you know, the theory that, you know, family crap. I was like, listen, bro. The sun is not the problem. This is the same thing I want to talk to people who think fruits and vegetables are the problem. When you are allergic to nature, is you. Okay? Is you. When you can take in all sorts of toxic things and so-called are fine, but the moment that you come in contact with something that is of a pure nature, there is a bodily response. It's you. So mm. I was like, the body, that sun is, is only triggering what's inside of you. There's a response. Mm. That's waste coming out of your skin that's why your, your skin is responding that way so for the past couple of summers i've noticed it gradually getting better right but of course you know people, mm -hmm. ah yeah maybe kind of kind of like last summer no how did it magically disappear like how, how did it magically no longer people, no i'm allergic to the sun like it's bullcrap your body. This is why you gotta look, you gotta pay so much attention to what your body is is so wonderful with a messaging sense um system, just like in a car. It, yeah. Warning light. Warning light. Warning light. I remember the first time, and you gotta be careful, make sure that you <laughs> funny story, make sure that you have the beliefs to back up what it is that you're doing and living. Be careful. Even when you come across information that you agree with, if you don't have the belief system to back that up, you can find yourself jacked. Like, mm. I don't. I wouldn't ever put chemotherapy in my body. I just wouldn't mm. do it. Wouldn't do it. I don't care what they say. I would never. It is poison. It is toxic, right? But if you believe, if someone told you that you had cancer or whatever, if you had such a strong conviction that if you didn't get that, you, you were going to die, then you should probably go and get it. Cause you've made that your truth. Like you, you've programmed yourselves to say, this is what we must have. Mm. So be careful. There's nothing wrong with things resonating with you. You, you digging them, but this is why self-checking is always good. It's always a constant calibration. Like, do I really, am I really in alignment? Do I really have the foundations to stand on the things that I'm saying? When I say, um, because a lot of people are even with like the mask thing. They say they know they don't need it, but they really subconsciously like they know they feel like they need it. So you yeah. should go ahead and put it on. You should go ahead and wear it because that will help you in that sense. Because in mm. your mind, you have programmed yourself to say, this keeps me safe. And your body says, bet. Okay. Subconscious says, all right. Thank you. Got it. So. When I was like first getting into this work, I knew the sun was very beneficial and I knew you didn't need sunscreen. Well, the first time that I tested this theory, uh, I was on vacation somewhere and um, I was out there a long time. Like it was beaming at just the sun. I didn't put no sunscreen on, I had my little shea butter. And when I came back in, you know, I was a little red up here, right? And I tried to play it off. Like, <laughs> Oh, yes, I ain't get sunburned, did you? A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But I knew that was me. I knew that was me. So the last so last year when I went on vacation, I set out literally every day four hours. Not exaggerating. Sometimes I fall asleep, I wake up, turn over, do whatever. No sunscreen, no sunburn. Uh. The cleaner the body, the more you can adjust and adapt to any scenario. 
The heat okay. shouldn't make you sick. The cold shouldn't make you sick. And if it does, it is a reason. It is your body responding. You need to accept that, support your body, and then clean it up. Yeah. And you do that by being very careful with what it is that you are putting in your system. And then you got to cleanse. It, I, 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 people love giving examples like, well, here goes so-and-so. They was on a plant-based diet, and they still got cancer. They still got whatever. That's nutrition and elimination. The cells have to feed. They have to excrete. Those two things that must happen. After you have come off a lifestyle, decades of living like hell, you must incorporate detoxification practice. That's like a woo-woo word now. I see the little doctors on Instagram with their little memes. It's a joke. Ha, ha, ha. If you can toxify the body, you can detoxify the body. What it simply means is, one, I'm going to stop taking in things that I know is polluting my system, that I know is compromising and causing congestion in my body. Two, I'm going to assist my body in releasing the waste that is already there. That's all it means. And when you do that, you enable, you remove the congestion in the body, the cells are able to receive the nutrition that they need, and now they're able to rebuild. Now they're able to repair. It's just as simple as that. Mm, mm, deep, deep. What do you do for people? Um, ProjectRook.com. The link is in the box below, y'all, to check out her work. But what is it exactly that you do for people? I help people use their mind and their mouth to eliminate illness. And use Say that one more time. You, you you do what? I help people use their mind and their mouth uh. to eliminate illness. And to uh. use that as a foundation to transform every other aspect in their life. That's what we do. So whether that's through uh, consultations and we get down to addressing what do I need to do? This is what I have going on. How do I best address this? Um, I do coaching for those who want to really get serious and they want some guidance. Okay, take me through a month of this is what we need to do week one. This is what we need to do week two. But the most important part is just education because knowledge really is power. And understanding births such a level of peace that is the, the 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 level of peace that I have now. Like I said, I have gone out. I haven't put on all the little uh, stands that they put in front of the stores. I haven't taken any of those wipes, any of those sanitizers, put on no mat because I literally have no, I, my understanding gives me such a level of peace. And I also know that my greatest immunity comes from within, that where my attention goes, that is what I give power to. And that I know that I am not, I don't have to fear anything outside of me. I just really know that. So the most important thing we do in the coaching is really resetting the mindset, like giving you the information, like, okay, I want you to do the thinking. I'm giving, I'm presenting this to you, how you really, how the body really works. That's what I really teach people. How does my body work? You don't need a degree. You don't need to be a doctor or a scientist or, or whatever else. All those things are fine if you, that's, that's your thing. But you don't need that. The basic things that you need to know to take care of yourself and your family, that's what we go through, go over. Mm, mm. Um, 
word of advice for people that are dealing with the coronavirus between the fear campaign on media worries what what are you what are you telling people how to handle this so-called pandemic uh the first thing um because you know niggas is running around here talking about i gotta wear my mask and i need my hand sanitizer i need my gloves i saw my mom earlier she even rolled down the window <laughs> She's like, don't touch me, don't touch me. Cause you know, she got the kids this weekend. So, you know, we dropped off the kids. She wouldn't even open the door for me. So I would I want to hit my moms to the agenda, but I, I'm done with old folks. They're like, you know what I mean? Like, y'all gonna believe whatever CNN tell you anywhere. They are, and they watch it all day. I think the only yeah. thing right now with my mom and dad is that because they really so country, they like, I ah, ain't nobody think about it. Like they really in that zone. So okay. They ain't really tripping. They ain't thought about it. like they still. That's good. They sitting around doing their regular thing, watching TV. Oh, they blowing this out of proportion type of thing. So they easy breezy because you know ignorance is their bliss right now. Gotcha. So I think the the biggest thing that people can do, which is going to be a challenge depending on how how deep you play in the matrix, um, is really just to turn your attention away from it. I don't need you to ignore it. Because to ignore something, you have to acknowledge it's there, right? Just turn your attention from it. And like those who are on social media, I would literally, if you're on Twitter, I would go in and block. I would mute the word coronavirus. I would. Like it's taking you on such a tailspin that you are, it's like shaking in your boots. You are fearful. You scare for your children. You like... I would just encourage you to shift your attention from that. Shift your attention from every person that keeps posting, this is it. This is the big one. This is more people are dying. Like every time I was I see that, like I just if I live really if I like the person, I just meet them for a while. But like they got the they keeping track of the death rates and the cases. I, and it doesn't matter what you share with those people, it doesn't matter that you share well okay they they've already said that it doesn't even matter what you actually are dying of if you have any symptoms they just marking you coronavirus so what does the death rate even mean (laughs) you know what i mean like and then why aren't we seeing the survival rate that's the rate i want to see show me how many like why is why am i not seeing that number flash so i would be real intentional about that more importantly than that i would stop looking to the world the first thing in the morning and before i go to bed at night before i enter into my state of rest into my creative period i would you know if meditation ain't your thing listen watching something i'm gonna tell you this is real gonna seem real odd when I got to, I, I hit a period where I was sick of everything. I was sick of studying. I was sick of meditating. Like, I was like, sick of all this shit. Like, it just went through a period. It was a few months yeah. where I was, you know, I don't know. It was, was kind of weird. The one thing that I did that took me, it was a little kind of place of nostalgia, That, but it was, a, it was a point of peace. It took me back to a time when I was at my most relaxed and my most joyful and like a loving, it, it put me in a vibration of love. I watched Spongebob because it's what my daughter, me and my daughter used to watch early, like Saturday mornings. Uh. And she was, she, you know, we would just laugh and you would have a little snack. Like it took me to that place. So 
that was what I would start to do. Like when my mind just would not shut off, like when the information was too much, too much to, I, I don't want to think about nothing else. I want to figure out what might be anymore. I would go and watch SpongeBob. And so the meditation is not about you going to a corner and you got to have an altar and you got to light a candle. You got to, I mean, you can do those things. Those are fine if that's your thing. But if it's not your thing, go outside. You got a patio? Look at the trees and actually listen to the birds chirping. You know what I mean? Like the moment, like if you're washing dishes, thinking about the dishes that you're like being there with that and nothing else. So I would pay real attention to what it is early in the morning. I would set some intention for myself and it wouldn't be rolling over and picking up my phone. Because uh. let's just say it really is all about to go to hell. Let's say this is it. What you gonna do about it? What, what what you gonna do? I mean, your worry is gonna do what for you? Your fear is gonna do what for you? Uh. So if this really is it, matter that matter of fact, they gonna push the button. All of us about to be done. It was fun, guys. <laughs> but I would be really intentional about that and before I would go to bed. And I used to have to help me. I needed a little help, so uh, guided meditations helped me. When I, you know, I couldn't, you know, get my mind and my thoughts, but I, before I went to bed, I wanted to be able to think about the things that I wanted to happen. I wanted to be able to go to those places and my, my mind was a shit storm. I, I don't even, it amazes me now that I can sit with no thought, like, like a meditation, just do it for like 45 minutes. It just amazes me from where, I mean, I would mm -hmm. sit and I start thinking about like, I need some bananas. Like what the? <laughs> it will be random things but the practice the changes are always subtle they are always very subtle so i would before i like my mind was just really off the chain i literally fed my ears all the time i would have earphones on even if i was at my desk and it would just be speaking life and power and success and healing and it was oh i remember i used to listen to jim Rohn, and he would just talk about just repeatedly over and over how he was you know getting started you know he would have a boom box in the front seat of his car and he would listen to the same he would like listen to um earl nightingale over and over and over and over and repetition repetition constitutes programming baby and that's how we talk about programming programming in and of itself ain't bad is when right. you ain't doing the programming. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You can get, let, let you become the developer now. You right. start to program yourself for what it is that you want. I, I wish I could, I wish I did better documentation of just how, like, I ain't come up in this. Ain't nobody teach me about power. Ain't nobody teach me about health. Ain't nobody teach me about money. I love, man, I love Mom Dukes too. I, I love her so much. But, she she gave me all she had. I believe that. I don't believe she gave me all I needed, but I do believe she gave me all she had. The rest, that was just on me. I, I had to decide, like, I got to do something different. Like, I no, no, ain't nobody give me no trust fund. Okay, no. No, ain't nobody tell me how to do this. No, ain't nobody tell me how to do this. Nobody even spoke like, you are great. You are, like, I just tell my daughter that all the time. You the one you the one that's going like you you don't you you're the greatest woman i ever met uh you know what i mean speaking of yeah. life 
And yeah. this, is, this is how you break chains. Yeah. Soaking, and you still talking about what so and so didn't do, and so you the reason why I'm this way. Don't nobody care. <laughs> nobody care. Suck that shit up. All right, what you gonna do now? Is that gonna be your story for the rest of your life? Yeah. I, I don't know my birth father. Right, I don't know him. I saw him one time, and that's when he took my mother to court when I was 18 to get it turned off. Uh. He ain't look my way. Uh. The judge put the gavel down. He jetted out of there and he was gone. Uh. That ain't my problem. All right. I ain't my problem. That's him. That's what his that was his choices. I ain't got nothing yeah. to do with that. that. You know what I mean? Like life is what it is. Take if anybody have you seen Alter Carbon series on Netflix? Oh, that's my shit. Man, I've seen that joint like four times. I'm about to watch it again. Boy. You watched the new season already? Yes. Oh, I gotta get through it. <sighs> Listen. The game that is dropped. This is my new mantra. It's been my new mantra ever since I've seen it. Take what is offered and use it. That shit is so powerful. The true take what is offered and use it. The true alchemist, take what is offered and use it. Whatever yeah. the world, the people, the body experience, the health, whatever is happening, you take what is offered and you use it. That's your task. Yeah. That's for you to figure out how to do. That really is it. So how do you get out of this rat race? You have to turn your attention away from it. You have to feed yourself. You have to feed the body. Common sense, right? You have to feed the mind and then feed your spirit. Whatever that is for you, whatever puts you in most alignment with yourself, you will have to gauge what that is. And practice. It's the subtle changes. Like... Even this year, like last year, I, I, I'm going to drop this book and um, I ain't want to drop it, but my spirit ain't going to let me rest. So I'm just like, fine, fine. <laughs> right. Because, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty private for the most part, but <laughs> I got a hell of a story just when it comes to, I thought my story was going to be at the end of this thing, because my daughter just turned 18. I thought it was going to be about how you better be careful about who you procreate with. That ain't the story. That won't the lesson. The lesson is so much greater than that. It's so much greater than that. And I had a, a recent instance, this, you know, waiting. It, it's a lot. But I told myself the top of the year that I was a little disappointed. I was watching myself feel I was waiting for the day to, a date to come. And I felt myself getting excited about the date. But being... The metaphysician that I am, I know that I don't have to wait for a date to feel a certain way. That I can feel where I, that time, I can feel it now, right? And I was telling myself, like, man, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in myself that I'm actually feeling, you know, exhilaration for this day to come when I know I can feel that right now. And when I tell you life came through, it was like, is that right? Well, girl, we're going to give you an opportunity to test that out. That experience... Like, I will never doubt again. I will never doubt. I'll put it all on the line. I will never doubt. They used to, the preachers used to always say, oh, I said, test me and see. That's what the I am is saying. Your spirit is saying. Test me and see, ye of little faith. Like, what is it that you really believe? Now is the time. Because I think right now, if your beliefs can only serve you when you got a nice little job, 
when you got your car you won't when you got that oh look at your girl you got the new fence in your house you can take your vacation get your red bottoms <laughs> if your beliefs can't help you when shit get rough oh they trash they are trash uh. oh good take them damn mask off let me see let me see how that them them guys you serve take them mask off and them damn gloves i want to see with that power i thought you told me i can do all things other than avoid the coronavirus i can't do that i can't do that mm -mm. the lady told me what well, god gave me common sense well you ain't using it <laughs> don't use that like i see it on both sides i'm, I'm gonna really dig into the spiritual side because i came out of religion thinking like you know the spiritual community they on the same shit. it's like this it's the same coin different side it's the same thing and yeah <clears throat> all of this we are creators law of attraction law of cause and effect it only applies when things are going the way we think they should go and the way we want them to go but put your beliefs to the test faith untested is a faith that can't be trusted uh, can't trust that and so faith, faith untested is faith that can't be trusted bars <laughs> bars i'm a witness uh bars i think that's a good place to stop right there <laughs> y'all heard it you know rook is one of those people where i could listen to her talk all day because it's just like it's like watering a plant when she talked for me you know, for some people it might be uncomfortable. For me, it's just like, ah, people like this exist in the world. You know, I don't feel so lonely, you know, um, but it's refreshing, man. I, I can't wait to see what, what Rook's future holds. I want to um, I want to get out to one of the Hotep comms when I come out and speak to y'all personally. I think she's a great motivational speaker. I think she's a great coach, a great mentor for people of sorts. And um, you got to come back. We got to come back and we're going to have to really sit down and dissect spirituality, spiritual community, religion and so on and so forth. There's a few people I've interviewed that, that got to come back and we got to have that second talk. You were definitely one of those. Um, but I appreciate you, man. This is a long time coming. We never connected like this. This is dope. I, I really appreciate you, though. I really appreciate. I love what you're doing. And unlike most people, I, I, I understand what you're doing and how you're doing. And I respect it. <sighs> Um, Thank you. again, always opportunities to learn. People are putting on masterful performances that you can gain from if you can get out of your feelings. Yeah. Man, yeah. like, so I much love. Um, yeah, if you if you and your feelings, you'll never understand what Hotel Jesus is doing. No, you never will. And I think part of what people don't e even get with, with me a part of my work has been me uh. <laughs> like making myself do what it is that I say and believe what it is that I say. Like anyone who actually knows me, this, this old rook, no, it, no way I would be able to sit up here and speak like this. No way would I even be on a video with people. What? No. Uh. <laughs> I used to pray, well, Lord, you know, I want to do great things. I want to impact the people, but uh, I want to do it from behind the scenes. Uh, no. <laughs> no. That's
that's not that's not what you really want. That's what you say you want. That's your fear talking. So I, I salute anybody who is like yourself <clears throat> doing the work, giving the dropping the gems. Um, part of my I have been going through a process just ongoing. So you've seen me dip in and out of Twitter. A lot of times I, I, I was going through my own things and yeah. I had to realize that I was out of order. Because I had shifted my focus on to the people who weren't doing, who weren't interested, who didn't want that. That ain't my concern. That ain't, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so I think you do a great job of giving information and great resources for those who are interested in knowing. And this is my thing. When it's all said and done for everybody, whether you agree with what has been said or is being said on um, Hotel Jesus platform, you won't be able to say you didn't know. <laughs> you won't be able to say your funky ass didn't know. <laughs> you can't unknow what you done heard, baby. You can't unhear it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's deep. That's deep. Oh, uh, yeah. Because we go, you know, this is what we do. Another uncomfortable conversation. Uncomfortable. My favorite. I'm the health and wellness coach, baby. Uncomfortable. Unconventional. And unconventional. Yes. <laughs> Raw and I oh yeah I'm definitely coming to the hotel um conference I'm there baby we gonna we gonna do one just for you you know since you said you're not far from DC so when we when we launch the DC one we gonna have you be one of our guest speakers at the DC conference because I want to do them where people are from um just to make their life easier but um I think it's more effective that way um so that you can have your friends and family participate as opposed to everybody. <laughs> Huh? Them people don't talk to me. <laughs> Man, so many people off. Some intentional, some unintentional. Not all, right. but um, listen, you don't go against Jesus now. Let me tell you that. Oh boy. You <laughs> yeah, that's a whole another three hour talk right there, baby. It 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 becomes. I think my mother's still in denial. So she her her approach is avoidance. Like, don't bring it up. Don't talk about it. Don't do anything. Yeah. Um, but you know the stories have varied i've lost my mind the devil got me my husband has brainwashed me you know they, they are <laughs> far and in between so but it's good what i i'm connected i, I create family as i go so yeah i don't trip on anything um shaka shaka said in order to believe in jesus you got to be historically he didn't say impotent, but oh, he said historically ignorant. That that would be that would be accurate. That that would be a very accurate way to put that. Like, <laughs> impossible, and that's I say the same thing about the controversial 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 topics. Like no one, you can't study religion. You can't. You just can't study it and still go along. Like it's no, it's impossible. You can't study vaccine. And still say, yeah, that's perfectly fine. It's no way. It is impossible. Yeah. No way. So, yeah. you know, I, I think people have to do it work. I'm, I only speak to the people who want something different, who are not satisfied. If you are comfortable doing what you're doing, if your Jesus is serving you, if your food is serving you, if you like being in pain, lady told me, she was like, um, I, I'm, I'm not going to change my diet. I'm okay dying early. Uh, Great. That's my choice. You know what I mean? Like, I, that ain't. That ain't my my burden to carry. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and you got to respect. I have so much. That's what life has taught me. Like a true, what true love is. Like, I love you enough to, first of all, to see nothing wrong with you. I see yeah. you on your path and I see you choosing. 
and I yeah. respect it. However, that go. You know, something you said triggered a thought in my mind, and I thought it was really powerful. You said um, speaking to the people who want to listen. Because one time I tweeted something, you know, that was a toilet thought. You know, you sitting on the toilet, you had them toilet thoughts. Mm -hmm. So I tweeted out a toilet thought, which I thought was prolific, but amongst my peers was just common knowledge. And somebody responded, said, oh, you trolling again. And, um, <laughs> you know, my response to them was, you know, what's trolling to the uninformed is common knowledge to the informed. Because mm. <laughs> Listen. That's what I figured out about, because even when you start to study, you realize that a lot of what's being repeated, even by like some of the greats, it's all a matter of interpretation. And yeah. really the initiation, like you're yielding to a thing is your initi initiation. There, there are some people who can come across my information all the time. They don't even see it. Uh -huh. It's the, it's the yielding. The moment that you can think you disagree with me, you can think I don't resonate, but the fact that you saw it, you yielded to that information, even to say something stupid, even yeah. if you're mad about it. Ooh, I see you. I see you, baby. I see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It hit, it hit, it struck a nerve. It struck. Like, and you will never be the same. Like the moment that you hear me, the moment that you read that, you, you, you're not the same person anymore, no matter uh -huh. how much you think you are. Yeah. And that is what begins to open the door for you. Then whether you choose to come in, eh, yeah, that's that's up to you. I just know that there's nothing. Um, I've already gone through those phases of of fear, and I remember the first time coming out of um, like really knowing like this is a lie. I've been believing a damn lie. God, and then I be around <laughs> preaching it, Lord. Like I could, it blew me. And I remember the <laughs> that lies are so common. I remember the first time it was a really bad storm. Right, I think I was home by myself. Right, right. And I was like, "Damn, who I call on now?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Like this dude name won't even Jesus. Like what? Wait a minute, oh man. <laughs> I'm about the name Jesus, and his name won't even Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and that was, and I, and I, and my spirit said so quietly, "You, <laughs> that's who you call on, you." And that's yeah. different, and it ain't for everybody. And this is why I think people should be not careful. I don't like that word because that, that's some fear behind that. Um, people should be wise. People should be wise when they start dipping into psychedelics and things like that. Um, especially coming out of religion because a lot of them have really deep rooted beliefs. They believe oh, yeah. in evil and all of, you know, they, and you know, you can lose your mind. You really can. Yeah. And if you, if it's something that you think that you're ready for on the surface level, but you're really not like, you're not ready to, and it's all a matter of resistance. You're, you're only resisting letting go of what you have made true your reality the earthly realm like that it's amazing that people watch movies all the time they watch sci-fi all the time it's so much game being dropped i'm just like i want to know who writing this shit like ooh, what there's another one that's on um i haven't even watched i only watched because it was a free trial um was it westworld on hbo 
That's another. Okay. I only I've only seen like three episodes, but yeah, they they getting into it, it is it is very uh a lot of esoteric game being dropped in that a lot of um. Well, the thing is about that is we have to understand that the writers and the creators of the content are well studied, mm-hmm. intelligent people. Yeah, yeah that's true. The people that create our cartoons and our programming, they themselves practice the esoterics. Yep, 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 yep. At the minimum, they are historically educated on it. Mm-hmm. When people go to Harvard and Yale and all these institutes, don't think for a second these people aren't educated on the esoterics and historical knowledge of Hermes and all of that stuff. You're right. They know about it. And it's even embedded in some of their spiritual practices. It might not be in a black church. Right. But it exists in other people's churches or their temples. So when they start putting this stuff in the media, we have to remember that's a reflection of the creator that wrote that script. Right. And that that mm. is that's the piece that I think um scares people. Yeah. Like the idea that that's alter carbon rule number one, nothing is what it seems. Nothing mm. is what it seems. Yeah. Most people aren't ready to move from just that step one. Right. They really understand that. What you think is the world is not the world. What, what right. how you think things go, it, it ain't it. And I did a podcast a while back, and it was entitled "Why I Think Some People Should Stay in the Matrix for Their Health Sake." Like, you should stay there. Yeah, you know I think? agree. Like, I'm not trying to. <laughs> we're not trying to pull you out. We're not trying to to force you into. What the Morpheus say after a certain point it becomes dangerous. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't even be able to handle it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, stay there. You you you're already proven to yourself that you're not willing to release your stronghold on the physical. It, it, it's too your your livelihood, your value, your worth is connected to this idea of what you think is true. And it's going to come with more responsibility than they can handle. That's the biggest. And they're willing to take on because when you leave the matrix, I was talking about this earlier, your stress level is going to increase. You're going to take on a different type of stress. Um, And you thought stress you had before was stress. No, when you leave the matrix, your stress is going to go up until you learn to manage it. And it's only because you are now taking on more responsibility. You are now in charge of your life. (laughs) That TV ain't going to save you. That's what tripped me out. People talking about freedom. People don't want freedom. They want they want flexibility when they work. They want, they want to comfort. take off. They want to be able to vacation and buy some of the things they like. They don't right. want freedom because true freedom is freedom of thought. Like yeah. being able to answer to yourself and for yourself and being able to deal with whatever consequences that come with that. People don't want that. No. Liars. We are liars. God, we liars. Like, yeah. oh man. Freedom I, come with responsibility. It does so much. And that's what tripped me out on women wanting to be men. How do you want to be a man? How do you want to replace? I, I can do anything a man can do, but then take on the same responsibilities as well. Like equality. People got mad because the Adele, her husband got like $140 million or something with a divorce. Equality, yeah. bitches. If you want it. <laughs> All right. Then, hey, good. Hey, champ, get them. Because if it was the roles were reversed. Oh, well, she supported him and helped him get there. 
Like you can't have it both ways. Them nothing yeah. grind my gears. Them mofos who want titles, who want position, who don't want responsibility and accountability. Right. It don't work that way. Like yeah. I want the pressure. I want the challenge because I know what that bursts. So yeah. I don't mind. You know, I was talking to our uh, older sons about entrepreneurship and just working for yourself. Like, listen, this may not be for you because some people don't want this responsibility. Some people don't want to be in constant, like right now thinking, okay, how can I be more innovative? How do I do this? Maybe, maybe you just want to clock out and you got to be real with yourself to see, you know what? Yeah, bro. I ain't trying to, I don't want that. That ain't for me. Like you got to determine that for yourself. But I know to whom much is given, much is required. And I want it all. Like, let's get it. You know, whatever. You can't scare me with a scenario. You ain't going to vote. You know what's going to happen. You don't wear that. And then this is going to happen. Blow the whole bitch up, far as I care. (laughs) Oh, well. I mean, it was fun, guys. Maybe we'll do it on another planet or wherever we end up being. I don't, you know, the attachment that we have to the illusion is what makes us so anxious. Okay. I, I remember my um uh my girlfriends and I. This is it's so many like aha moments, right? And I started paying attention to the conversations and it was like, oh, you know, we getting old. Like you 30 years old having conversations like you getting old. You know, my <laughs> my knees aching and this is happening and but everything was fear-based. It was about, you know, we, we had children and maybe we should have did more to prepare them. And I don't know if they're going to have enough to do this. And I don't know, like just on and on a cycle of just defeat is essentially what it was. Yeah. And it's just, it's just amazing how you can shift out when you're in it, you can't see it. Like, like a phone, you hold your phone up to your face. You, you can't see it. You turn the screen on. And the more you pull that baby back, Oh, oh, there it is. I can read it now. Like, it's, I don't know. I'm excited. I I think that is what I would like people to get just a taste. Uh. I I would just a taste. I swear, I I, I just didn't know that it went down like this. I I didn't know that life could go down and, and and when I say that it's like oh it's easy for you to say and people can list things right you have no idea like that that's such loser talk when you see someone with money or you see someone who's living well or healthy and you start saying things like that it, you are a loser not because right. you have to be because you choose to be because what did Nipsey say if you see us up it's because we've been down baby uh. <laughs> it's because we've been down the dark. Yeah. Everybody loving light, loving light. No, you need the real in the dark that you keep running from. <laughs> that's where that's where the greatness is birthed. Then yeah. you once you once you get a little comfortable there, oh, the love and light gonna come, baby. You know, this, this, right. you know what I mean? They they, they working together, but oh, I just want I just want when I I hate to see people suffering unnecessarily, even though I know it's their choice. I hate yeah. people dying unnecessarily even though i know it's their choice so i just would like people to know that you're in more control than you've been led to believe and yeah. you can get out of the day the day the day the day the day and and and, and i have you know my friends i love them 
but they get on this little cycle and you got to catch yourself because ain't no day more powerful than you. Uh, ain't no day more powerful than you. Somebody write that one down. Bars. Ain't, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. They can have 25 G. <laughs> I don't give a damn what they got to do with me. So when I say that, it's like, you, oh, 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 you're going to see. This, again, loser talk. So you want. You want to prove me wrong to the point. See, I told I told you, girl. I told you. No, I don't care. Anything. You you can't give me the keys to this thing and now tell me I can't drive the car. Like, I like to mess around you, and let me figure it out. You said to something earlier when we were speaking before we went live. You said, uh, yeah, the 5G is here. That stuff is here. It's coming. What you going to do about it? What you going to do about it? And and that I keep saying that's the thing, right? But this is the thing right here. <laughs> <laughs> My this is the takeaway, people. It don't matter uh. what is going on outside of you. If you don't figure out how to create immunity for yourself, you gotta know that there is nothing. Oh, I, I hear I hear people short circuiting again. I hear it. There is nothing on this earth that can penetrate you without your consent. Mm. Your attention, your focus, and your imagination is your power. I, I didn't know. I, it sounded like elementary. Really? Real, I, unless you become childlike, you will not see the kingdom. See these going themes in the Bible yeah. that y'all don't read? Like, this is the magic, baby. Your focus is the magic. What, yeah. what you create in your creative, all I've been thinking about, playing, oh man, I've been thinking about the economy booming. I've been thinking about my, I've, I've been thinking about this year being the best year for me financially ever. I've been thinking about um, like my, my, the kids just thriving. I've been thinking about just wellness, like I'm going to the beach. I'm gonna go ahead and get serious and just knock in this real, you know, going to get this six pack for real. Got like a two, but I'm gonna go and make it a six. Like, this is what this is this is the movie I'm playing. Yeah. Now we can come back and talk about parallel universes and how things can happen simultaneously at the same time. But yeah, yeah. I get something different, but that's another Quantum physics. Of the day, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if people if you can catch that if you can catch that it is my attention it is my focus it is my ability to create in my mind that creates immunity for me it is my fear the things that i fear the more you resist something the more it persists so yeah well that's what they that's what they do they use our minds to create this reality right so they did that with the coronavirus the media said this doesn't exactly exist in consciousness because when they first created the fear, the strip clubs was like, we ain't closing, <laughs> right? The barbershop said, we ain't closing. A lot of businesses said, look, we run a business. You don't give a fuck what this virus could do, right? But the fear was installed in the people. Then they made it illegal. And then they, while they made, you know, having, uh, having business open illegal, they kept installing that program and we started projecting it. Hashtag stay home, wear your mask. And then the fear is actually we are they're using our minds to create this alternative reality. And we've been disempowered to create our own reality that detaches from this media fear campaign.
So you, you're on point with that, man, because I see I see how they use us uh, as the projectors. They create the program and we project it. We're the battery. We've all been yeah. in the battery. And that's and that's the power. Um, do, I don't know if you remember, it was um, one of the ladies that was running for the presidency. I think her name was like Miriam. Miriam's Marianne Williamson. Yeah. So when the storms were coming, the hurricanes were coming and they were heading, they thought heading toward the U.S. <clears throat> she tweeted something and was like, if we could get all people, if you could right now start envisioning the storm turning, then I don't remember, something, something, something else she said, right? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, okay. Now, this this is the content I'm here for. All right, because I ain't heard nobody. Like, even, I hate to talk about my girl because I like her so much. You know, I saw Erica Bradu the other day, and she posted, like, this is real. It's coming. This is going to, it's going to affect our house, and we got to something. And no matter what we do, the powers that be, gonna affect us whoa bitch whoa whoa <laughs> whoa speak for yourself like that I, I was blown away but we never know who's swimming naked to the tides she 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 you gotta understand where erica badu is she's been initiated remember when she made that comment about the young girls wearing their skirts uh-huh. and then everybody attacked her yeah so celebrities have realized that there's a certain level of groupthink that's allowed. And there's a certain level of groupthink you have to tap into to make yourself relevant. Mm. So I think moments like that for her, where she kind of contradicts her mindset, that hotep mindset of abundance, mm-hmm. she contradicts that sometimes when that celebrity kicks in. Right. Yeah. I was just like, wow, that is some loser weak shit to put out there. Like, what? Yeah. I, was, I had a comment. Right? I was triggered. I was like, I don't know who, and we, we, and our is, but that's a powerful affirmation for whoever wants to repeat that. Like, I don't interpret yeah. that at all, bro. It ain't coming to my house. What are you talking yeah. about? But anyway, yeah. the point I was making about Miriam was that I was like, you know, and, and of course they dug in her ass about it. She ended up deleting it, but that's it. That's, and, and think about what you just said, that she had to end up deleting that. Yeah. Like. That that thought for someone like me isn't profound. It's profound to see. Right. Did it's profound mm-hmm. to see it because it's so rare. Like you say it to me. Like if, if somebody came in here and said, yo, <laughs> huh? That's what blew my mind when I saw it. Like, right. You like, oh shit, like other people, you lie to talk about this stuff, right? <laughs> it's like if me and you sat down and we said, yo, if we shifted the consciousness, we could control the weather, me and you'd be like, yeah, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't blow our minds. Right. If we didn't know each other and somebody said that, we'd be our minds would be blown that there's somebody else saying this. Like, oh, right, right. Oh, you know about this? Right. Oh, and you're saying it too. Then let's take it to the next level where we actually for us it's normal but we speak it to the public and the public calls us crazy and it makes you delete your own tweet and that is and that that thought process that empowers us is the same one that makes people attack us and i just think it's just yep. it's amazing the 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 the, the 
the headlock that they have people in. And that is what, if anybody wants to be, you know, afraid, I use that word loosely, is it's the bootlickers. Like, I, I'm on, you know, my little neighborhood forum, and they, you know, they telling on the kids who are outside, who ain't been outside all damn year. Like, I'm excited when I see the kids playing, like, people walking, getting fresh air, sunshine. Oh, oh, we should call the non-emergency line. What the f- What? <laughs> And, and, and so she came back. It was, it was one lady in particular. She came back. So normally I never respond, right? I laugh at stuff like people crazy. She came back the next day and was like, yeah, I was out again today. And I saw um, the some school or something. They had a play area. I said, well, how are you seeing all this if you're supposed to be in the house? <laughs> and so she commented, was like, I'm just going to close this discussion. And she closed the comments. Like, yeah, like. How are you on patrol when you're supposed to be in the house yourself? And yeah. what the game does, it gets you turned. You, you, you start making up enemies that shouldn't be your enemy. Now you have turned against people. You have turned against your fellow man, your fellow woman. You Come on, don't we see this? It's, it's the same game being replayed over and over. Versus yeah. man versus man versus woman. Poor versus rich. You know, white versus black. Now, oh, the people who are wearing a mask and those who ain't wearing them. Like, I tri- I bust out laughing yesterday. I walked to the mailbox and dude, like, he did a whole, you know, pivot almost to the other side of the road. Like, and I laughed because I was like, good, you probably the one that got some funky germs or something. So, <laughs> but all common sense goes out of the window. Things that you're outside, fresh air sunshine hella been every time the sun has been out i'm out i'm outside baby yeah i'm taking my sh- let me get my sleeves off let me get i want to absorb i that's my energy yeah and keeping you know the cycle of repeating about how people are sick and why people are sick i just i just really encourage people to look beyond the surface like look at how people are living look at all the natural ways of living that we avoid on a day-to-day basis. And then look at what is a result of that. So you can't be surprised if everybody now like, okay, we just need, I need some supplements. I need some supplements. I need some supplements. So I don't have a problem with supplements, so to speak, but vitamin D is synthesizing the body like that you that's the production you being out in the sun yeah so when you go again and take isolates you mega dosing and doing all of these sorts of things when there are natural sources high in vitamin c if that's what you're looking for that's your thing amala fruit camu camu fruit all your citrus fruits like so why are you taking things that do not digest and absorb well in your body that you a lot of times end up eliminating them or they end up being stored because your elimination process is weak. So now your knees and your elbows and your hips and joints are crystallized from all, and you got kidney stones and all these other stones, calcification of minerals that the body can't absorb. Again, moving away from what's whole and what's natural, go to the source. Nature has this magnificent way of giving this 
crazy balance. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. You don't go in nature and find a orange with just vitamin C in it. Right. Like nothing is just isolated. So yeah. when you start seeing, okay, just take, and granted, don't get me wrong, people. I would very much rather you take even that versus a vaccine or some of the other drugs that who knows what they can come out with. We ain't even talking about how they created a vaccine injury program for the coronavirus the same way that they have with like did you read the prep act the covid19 declaration that says they have no liability they have liability immunity for any sort of treatment that they give you if you get sick or you die eh, sorry not our fault not our fault so as the pharmaceutical numbers have started to dwindle there's no better way than to come back with some vaccine yeah. And you don't even have to try hard. The foot soldiers, boy, they fight. People fight hard to be enslaved. Yeah, they do. Save me. The slaves, the slaves fight hard, man. Make the slaves fight, fight hard. hard. Make me stay in my house. Make me, you know, shut down. I, they shut down in Maryland. I saw uh, the farmer's market. Really? They said. The farmer's market. The farmer's market. <laughs> the farmer's market. Jango is open. Popeyes is open. McDonald's is open. But the farmer's market. Farmer's market. No, no good. Outside, plenty space. It, it's at, th I, at this point, it's kind of like if you know the game and you see the trap and you still fall in. You deserve it. Who's the dumbass? Yeah. You know what I mean? At what point do you take a level of responsibility for your life? Yeah. Okay. You know what? I tweeted earlier. I said, whenever life presents you with an opportunity to pause, shake you out of your stupor and say, wait, this don't make no damn sense. You should take it. Right. You should take it and start asking yeah. questions. But, you know, it's hard for me to have, um, you know, I don't have sympathy. Sympathy, that word means to struggle together. Mm. I don't specialize in that. So... <laughs> Um, I, I can't have sympathy with you and your stupidity because the problem with people who I need people to know that don't nobody care. Like even the people who tell you they care, they don't fucking care. They do not care. And they get off on making you feel good about being ignorant. You can ask uh -huh. yourself who benefits from that. So I'm never going to have pity for people. I'm never going to have sympathy for people because that would require me to look at you as less than what you are. I yep. see you, I see a God. I see you, I see a creator. I see you, I see a divine, all-powerful being able to create worlds and shift worlds. So I don't have no pity to offer you. You should be offended when somebody pities you. Mm, that makes me feel tough. better. That means you're lower than them. Oh, you're disadvantaged. <laughs> oh. Yo, shout out to the super chats. Kristen, thank you. Kristen is always here. Always support and appreciate you. Brody, we got to make you a moderator, man. Why haven't we done that? Boom. Brody's a moderator. Shout out to Brody. Support. We should have ended that. Um, Goro604 said, great content as always. Sent me 10 Canadian dollars. Appreciate you, homie. Brody McFarland, Diane and I, Hotep's been told you, super chat. Thank you. 
Um, yo, this interview is going to be on soundcloud.com slash hotel Jesus, I believe. Um, so, you know, all of the great interviews are there. This is Project Rook. Go to projectrook.com. Her link is in the description box. Connect with her. Follow her on Twitter at Project Rook. She's 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 a firecracker with a lot of knowledge. And um I really I just appreciate her existence. Thank you, Rook, for this 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 wonderful conversation. Much love, my brother. Much love. We're gonna we're gonna come back next time. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk that deep spirituality, that deep. Let's get into That's the funnest topic for me. It's it's been a challenge to, you know, still, you know, focus on like the, the physical aspect. Um, but you know, this whole spontaneous healing and being able to really use your mind to just make magic is yeah. that, that's my jam now. To somebody asked, um, do I have a YouTube page? I do. Um I'm not even. Gonna, I, told, I told her get on I it. I don't know. I'm, I'm not even going to delete the video. God knows what those videos are. They're very old. They're probably about five years old. So it, it'll be interesting to see. I'm pretty. It's two different people. I can tell you that for <laughs> who you see yeah. now and that person. But no, I am. I am. I am. I'm seriously getting this, the page, the channel back up and putting some videos up. So um, it's pro, you can just YouTube Project Rook. Yeah, that's so necessary. We need that. We need that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, link link in with her. This has been another uncomfortable conversation. Somebody said, here comes another 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dax in the chat. Appreciate you, man. Yo, hotels, we could do this all night. This is what hotels what? do, man. This is what we do, man. We, you know, we, 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 uh, some people thrive off of talking about celebrity gossips and everything that ain't got nothing to do with nothing, nothing that can empower. But hopefully, man, we talk for hours about empowerment, man. This is what we do. This is stuff that get, breathes life into us. You know what I mean? So it feel like three hours to y'all, feel like five minutes to us, and we can keep going. <laughs> Where I feel like we've been talking like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, I like to, um, I like to bookmark these conversations because these things are like time capsules. Um, things that can be placed in time capsules. So, hundred years from now, they're gonna come back and say, "Look, look at this conversation between Hotep Jesus and, and Project Rook, two titans, um, and two netters, as Shaka would say, two netter rule." Um, you know, coming together and just you know having this powerful conversation. But I appreciate you for coming through. This has been a blessing. It's been a wish of mine uh, for a very long time now, and I'm just glad I have the platform to do it and get in front of enough people, man. But till the next time, you be safe. Time. All right, bro. And Hotep. Hotep.